What's going on, everybody? It is Thursday, November 2nd, and you have found the Pinwheels and Ivy podcast. I am your host, Matt Swaski, a.k.a. Father Zoe, a.k.a. Thanksgiving Zoe. And with me, as always, Mr. Aldo Soto. Normally, I would be telling you guys to hold off on uh, these live streams during uh, World Series games, uh, but we might have more viewers tonight than uh, the least watched World Series ever. There's so many Astros fans right now going, I told you. <laughs> Uh, and the good Reverend K. Fids. <laughs> yeah, this World Series. I have. I've actually enjoyed the World Series, unfortunately. But, but you know, it is what it is because people are looking for names. And uh, yeah, you know, Diamondbacks. You know what? We know that you can come back from a three-one deficit, though. So don't write them off because the World Series was once won on a Tuesday after being in a series. And he's here, back-to-back episodes. One more, and that's called the winning streak. Oh. It's Ascar Mitch. You know, all week I was writing about like what the Sox should do this offseason. Like, hey, we should trade Eloy. You know, things aren't going well. But apparently, we're juggernauts. So, you know, we just got to be woken up. So that, that was re- yeah. that was reassuring to hear. And that is not an onion headline. We are going to get into that a little bit more. But we're going to talk World Series tonight. We're going to talk offseason moves. We're going to talk juggernauts. We're going to talk uh, ducks in a bar. We're going to talk projected contracts for some of these guys. And we're going to say thank you to Chuck for the super chat. Thanks, but, Chuck. Uh, Chuck. All that, Chuck. Uh, all that and who else knows where it goes because we are in off-season podcasting mode. But with all that being said, let's tap this guy. Free build of the favorites. We here for the latest. South side or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound or the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. <laughs> it's that time of the year now. Wrigley or Gantee. So the whole league that we hear now. New show with a new move. Discussions and interviews. Trade rumors that might be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. Yeah. This is what you waiting for. Yeah. You can put it on a boy, yeah. Every season they get all changed. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you're waiting for, yeah. You can put it on a boy, yeah. Every season they get all changed. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you're waiting for, yeah. You can put it on a boy, yeah. Every season. As always, the show is brought to you by SportsMockery, SportsMockery.com. Download the app, turn on push notifications, and you could be the first to know the next Bears coach that gets fired for inappropriate behavior. SportsMockery, SportsMockery.com, and also brought to you by Uncle Buds on 9700 South Cicero in Oak Lawn for you hardcore Southsiders. It used to be what TC's is. they hit a little bit of snag with the Queen of Hearts raffle, but I think we're going to be okay. So, fuck it. Super Chats are still going to the raffle, and yeah, we're not going to do that whole song and dance again, but um, yeah. So, let's start right off the bat with the topic that we kind of alluded on in the introduction, I guess, if you will. This is apparently the lowest watched world series in the history of the world series being on broadcast television. Uh, now there's a lot of salty Astros fans that as soon as uh, a Texas one, oh, no one's going to watch this. 
you know, and I guess they were right. But first hot take of the night, I guess. I think this is good. Hot. I think it's good for the game. You know why it's good for the game? Because Blue Blood fans like the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Dodgers, the Astros, they're coming back no matter what. But you get teams like the Rangers and the Diamondbacks, and now their fans got a little taste, a little taste, a little, a little taste. They're going to come back now. This is how yeah, you, I, just, I thought you were tasting something else there. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, top, the top of the tent is where. That's how you grow the game, though. Is this, I mean, this out to more people like that. You grow something. <laughs> this wasn't hard to predict. This is you have to we, we alluded to this last show. There's no star power in this World Series. And everyone says they like a good underdog story, but they don't until it time's come time to watch it. No, and this is every sport. You know what the lowest rated NBA Finals was in the last five years, not including the bubble season? It was when the Phoenix Suns, Milwaukee Bucks were in the finals. The Phoenix Suns were didn't have the big superstar at the time. Like they don't like underdog stories. No, it is the same thing with the NCAA tournament. You want, yeah. you want the blue ones. Everyone says they like underdogs until it comes time to watch them. It's just and I got to imagine in a crazy way to the NBA ratings. If you look, they've actually gone down year after year, after year, after year over the last like 15 years too. Since this LeBron, since the LeBron super team, when you look at the ratings of the, uh, the NBA, they've actually gotten worse. They're not actually better. Might have a larger audience, but it's actually a, a lesser share, which is interesting to me. I thought, uh, oh, that ball was leaving the yard, but it didn't. Nope. Um, well, I was gonna yeah, say, go ahead, with, the, with the lower with the lower ratings, this is uh, good news for some, great news for others. I tweeted about it in the morning. Uh, I think the like the last good ra uh, rated viewership was Cubs uh, at the time Indians 2016 yep. World that's Series. The, that's the uh, example they give is like the pinnacle, yeah. and it's all been yeah. done. So, so if you're in the group that thinks you know sports are rigged, uh, you know TV networks just care about the ratings, they want more money. League's the same thing. Uh, let's hope you're proved right in 2024. And then for Cubs fans, let's hope that is right. And then we get to see another World Series next year. We'll take so them all in. Let's let's start rigging. Let's start proving people's conspiracies. But you guys get what I'm saying, though. Like, let's go. All those big fan bases, they come back no matter what. Yeah. And but now after this, you probably have a lot more people in Arizona excited to like watch Diamondback baseball. You know I mean? Maybe like, though, but like if you look at these World Series crowds, like they're not that, especially in Arizona. I they have been very unimpressive. Like as far as like an atmosphere goes for a World Series for a team that well, hasn't been there since it's not big down there, is it? Like no one like is like, yo, did you catch the Diamondback game last night? Like right, like, all underwater in the swimming pool. Like it's all. I mean, it's growing, but yeah, no, like I I said it like right uh, right before game one. Like it's a newer franchise, you know. Expansion team from the '90s. Yeah, they won in 2001. They haven't been that successful. Sure, they have an exciting end team, but I know everybody wants to talk about like what a great story they were and like how resilient they've been. Like they were a bad team most. Like in the second half, yes. they barely got in. They won 84 games. Like they they weren't that good of a team. It's not like the Orioles. Like the Orioles, it's like you know, oh, good young team. But they were they won 100 and what 101, 102 103, games. I think it was. Yeah. yeah. It's not like we're talking about like a juggernaut young team that came out of nowhere, right? Like this was just still a struggling team, and that's why they don't really have that pizzazz. Like, sure, that's they have sad. Corbin Carroll, but there is no way that anyone knew, uh, like their second or third best player, no. Tommy like, you, Pham, like, baby. Like the casual fan didn't know uh, Lordius Guriel. I will say though, an all-star team this year. Oh, nice! Hell of a catch. That dude. was a nice catch. Literally, as you said his name, he made a fucking awesome catch in the cap. But um, 
I will say that because there hasn't been any established stars in this, uh, there's going to be stars that are made. Corey Seager is a fucking legend now. Corey Seager well, is a fucking animal. Corey Seager, I think we should start blaming him. Uh, the last, the the last uh, <laughs> lowest rated World Series was Dodgers Rays twenty twenty. Oh, underdog though. Once again, another <laughs> another underdog. People Corey don't like Seager. Corey Seager ended up winning that World Series MVP. I think he's on his way to a second one. People just don't. America doesn't well, like Corey Seager. It, that's the and that's another thing. It was funny too. Like listening to interviews after he hit that walk off in Game One. Who who's that backup catcher that um, Chuck Garfine wants the White Sox to sign for Texas? No, for Texas. Um, Chevy Sabala. Time? Oh, wait, no, he's in Arizona. No, no, the backup for... Garver? Fuck, who's their backup? It is Garver. Um, he doesn't hit well, but he's always in, like, he, he always ends up in World Series. Um, oh, right. Austin Hedges. Austin Hedges. Austin Hedges. So he was getting interviewed, and he was like... That yeah, would like, be the perfect one. Oh, hold on. Super chat here from Missy. Super chat. Whoop, whoop. What's up, Missy? Everybody go watch the pregame on Friday with her special guest that everyone saw coming. Uh, but Missy says, week one of asking Mitch to start making an OnlyFans. You just said you got nothing to do on the weekend. This is true. Uh, I'd probably lose money on that proposition, though. Well, oh, you got to start, you gotta start, uh, too, too pasty to take yes. my shirt off. Just the helmet. Oh, <laughs> just the helmet. Oh, it's next Friday, not this Friday, next Friday. But I, they were like, Austin, they were so he, Austin Hedges, in an interview, and they're and they're they're talking to him. They're like, yeah, we got all fired up because Corey Seager is usually a guy that doesn't show much emotion. And so when like he got fired up, that got us all like really fired up. And that just goes to show he's probably like one of the top three most recognizable names in this series, yes. but he's kind of boring. He doesn't show a whole lot of emotion. Like it's a hard guy to like get excited about. It's Corey Seager. And that's, that's the other problem. I think why he hits the so fuck out of the ball though. And then the, like, oh, he's, the a stud. he's an absolute stuff. stud. Yeah. The other big names like Max Scherzer is probably one of the most recognizable guys on the team. He was injured. He's, he's out. Yeah, Adolis Garcia, who was like, he was, was on say, that Rania Rosarena track. And then he gets think, injured. Who do you think this playoffs made a bigger star? Corey Seager or Adolis Garcia? Oh, Garcia. I, I definitely Adolis. And he's the guy because he, for what you guys just said, like Seager just hits the ball, trots around the bases, one high five, sits down, and is like, okay, cool. He has the most home runs out of any shortstop in the World Series in the history of fucking baseball. No other shortstops ever hit three home runs in the World Series. That's, yeah, I mean, that's kind of a big deal, but he just doesn't give a shit. And Guzman's funded for white uh, Cardinal fans for considering. Well, that too. Yeah, that aspect of it is that's awesome. The best. Like, but that's then you fun. get Adolis, who's out there pimping home runs. Doing like the strut down first base and slamming the, and I love that shit. He's we, fun to we watch. Yeah. Throwing guys out. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, he his star power has gone through. I mean, he was already he had a big rookie season with the Rangers, and everybody kind of knew who he was, especially if you like to place a wager or two on baseball or you play fantasy baseball or anything like that. But now he's like, I think he kind of burst on the scene because of his play, and uh-huh. I mean it's. Like when you scroll through Twitter, his highlights are auto playing and like any social media. So I think, yeah, definitely think out of anybody, his star power has rose. I also else. think, I think we talked about it a little bit last week, but I, even with the rivalries that they do have, it's they don't have like the national, like the national people don't, they're not hate watching the Rangers. They're not hate watching no, the Diamondbacks. No, I don't think anybody hates them. Exactly. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, because they're never any good. Yeah. 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 Right. Like Diamondback. The the biggest. I actually love that this uh, getting more attention now. Uh, like the biggest. 
villain of the World Series for Rangers fans is John Smoltz. Because John Smoltz just <laughs> cannot give teams that are built around power credit for some reason. Because nope. he's still in the old school, you win small by ball. like still by small ball. Even though the his World Series team or the the ninety five Braves, uh, they're the, one of the best home run hitting teams that year. Um, but they don't want to acknowledge that for some reason. <laughs> and I just love that every round. Because uh, I'm pretty sure that Fox Sports and Fox Sports One have had the, all the AL postseason, or most of it, I think. And he just d- does not give the Rangers credit. <laughs> at no, all. he does. He always and Smoltz is good. I like Smoltz in the booth, but you could tell when he has like personal vendettas against certain things. Yeah. And it, it's kind of it. At first, it was like kind of okay. It was mildly entertaining. Now it's just like, bro. You just sound like a pissed off old guy. Game, so what was it? Game three. Yeah, game three is when Scherzer uh, leaves after the third inning. John Gray comes in. He pitches three or four shutout innings, you know, secures, uh, holds down Arizona. Diamondbacks win, uh, I think it was like a three to two game. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the game, he's like, you know what? Arizona is in a great spot. Even it doesn't matter that they lost. Their bullpen is set up. They're fine. Uh, the Rangers just use one of their good pitchers. They're up two to one. They're in trouble. <laughs> that was basically what he said at the end of that game. It's like, what are you talking about? And it's like, like okay. come on. Yeah, it's like, okay, dude. Like, get over it. But I will tell you, out of this World Series and maybe even this, just this whole playoffs, I have become a full fledged Josh Young fan. So I like that how that kid plays baseball, and he hits fucking piss missiles. But he's a very good. He's not bad. I I don't want to say very good because I haven't watched like a lot of his games. But in these playoffs, he's been a very good defensive third baseman as well. And I really have a a respect, especially these days, for guys that can do it offensively and defensively. Because it seems like there's so many players that are either or. So to see a guy, a young guy too, a rookie who. Wow, look at what happens when you develop and draft well. Um, playing this at this high hey, of a level in these big of games is is not something that should be overlooked. And I guess that's the last thing I want to say about this World Series is both of these teams are built to be good for a while. Yep. And that's really like to see that on some other teams. We <laughs> 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 really wouldn't I, mind that. What one last thing I have in the World Series I'm going to ask you guys. Because I, th- I think for the most part, we all agree. It's like, yeah, you, you still need strong starting pitching. Yes. But, I mean, these teams are kind of showing – well, it kind of blew up on uh, Arizona's face. Yeah, having a bullpen game in the World Series. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, the Rangers kind of did that too, yep. just out of necessity because of the injury. But it's like, man, baseball really has – like, we went from, like, the mid-2010s. It's like, yeah, you rely more on your bullpen. Like, you go with your – great like one or two relievers and now it's like have like seven guys that you trust in the bullpen because you're going to use them all <laughs> yeah i don't it, know if i like it i saw a story that they might start uh limiting uh the amount of pitchers even more i think it went down to 13 uh that might go even lower now maybe interesting. I don't know if I that like it, that. It, it i don't like that either. well it, it's interesting too watching a lot of these postseason teams like quality starting pitching is a really a hot commodity because a lot of these teams, you got like two, maybe if you're lucky, three good starters, but like come game three or four, a lot of these series, they're trotting out a lot of scrubs. 
yep. or, or like guys they haven't heard of, and that's why they had to do a but bullpen game in the World Series. That's it. I was just gonna say, look how casually and like how none of us even really flinched. We all said it was like a bad thing, but like it was like, oh, hmm, bullpen game. Yeah, bullpen. No, it's the fucking World Series, dude. Yeah, like you don't have four guys. Like both teams, both teams did it. That's. I mean, I know Evaldi is nails in elimination or deciding games and. He's been a little erratic today. He's got three hits and three. What's he got? Three walks already, too. Yeah. Yep. But he's getting the big outs, or the Diamondbacks are choking. It's it's currently, for those of you listening on Wednesday night and watching us live, thank you very much. And if you're listening to this the day after, you should be watching us live. But it's the bottom of the fifth, 0 0 tie. And it's fucking awesome because I bet the over. But, anyways. Zach Gallen, no hitter. Yeah. Zach Gallen, no hitter, no hitter, no hitter. But. I'd be remiss. This is a good segue, though. How I said, you know, the teams are young and they're built to be good for a while. There's one. He's a national writer, right, Mitch? Yeah, Jim Moden. Yeah, yeah. Who there is a national writer. Oh, who please, used, Zach. Yeah. Please, Wait. Zach, who used the example uh, of these two Hubs teams? Legend. Yeah. As to the wow. White why the White Sox might be a sleeping giant, aka a juggernaut was the word that was used. So, Mitch, you're the one that brought the story to our attention. So, please give everybody the cliff notes. So, the Dan Plesak, um, who his uh, nephew, I think it is, you might know him, pitcher for the Guardians, yeah. Um, MLB Network analyst. He was on the White Sox Talk podcast with Chuck Garfine, and he was trying to, uh, you know, make White Sox fans feel pretty good. He's like, hey, you know what? This team is still talented. Dylan C's had a down year. Moncada hasn't lived up to expectations. But the team had a down year. You make a couple, you make a couple moves, and this team is a sleeping Johnny. I think it could be a juggernaut. Essentially, was the podcast. But it's funny when you listen to the whole thing. The amount of moves, and even please acknowledged it. Man, it didn't paint a very rosy picture with the amount of moves that he had to make. He's like, yeah, you know, you probably have to sign like a Giolito and a Flaherty. You have to get a second baseman. You have to get a right fielder. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this is the same shit we've been saying for like the last three years. It's like, yeah. no shot. Jay's gonna have to take out a huge loan. Yeah, which is. <laughs> Weird because the White Sox usually don't get that kind of love from national media. And I understand he's on Chuck's show, so he's trying to pander to the the listening base there. But I feel very secure in saying the White Sox are not a sleeping giant. The White Sox are not a juggernaut. But I did see, and I agree with the good friend of the program, uh, Beef Loaf, a.k.a. Mr. Delicious. I- he tweeted out he doesn't have a dog in this fight for the World Series, but he just wants it to be over because he thinks this is going to be a very eventful offseason. Although he did say mundane, but he did say eventful offseason for the White Sox. And he might not have really knew what mundane meant. So I think that. I think he's right, though. I think I just, for some reason, I feel like Guts is going to feel the need to try to show everyone how big his GM balls are. I, and he's going to try to do something. I totally agree. Because if you read the tea leaves, he's been pretty tight-lipped for the most part. But, like, Jerry in his initial press conference was like, oh, I'm getting old. I only got so many years. Like, I need, I want, like, one more winner. So there's a sense of urgency there. And that was, like, one of his reasons for hiring Getz. Is like, well, we didn't want to have to bring in a new guy that would have to get acclimated and waste a year. Like, he wants to go now. Then uh, Scott Merkin <laughs> had an article last week who is like, I get the sense that he's leaning in kind of a retool instead of a rebuild direction. So you got those two signs there where I think, so you're right. I think he's going to be, let's see if we can uh, make a couple quick fixes here and try and uh, revamp this puppy. And they always keep, they keep using, and this pisses me off. They keep using a weak division. (laughs) 
They keep using that stupid weak <laughs> AL Central division excuse. <laughs> Sorry, Mitch. Now nah, you're good. It's better than, it's better than the buzzer you used to use. I do. We do. We do bully Mitch, huh? I do agree. <laughs> well, that one. I mean, you put that on a T. Uh, I do agree with you, though, Mitch. I do think the whole it's a weak division shit is fucking whack. Like, just be good. Who cares what division you are? Just put together a good fucking team. And I know, well, like, oh, it means it's winnable and blah, 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 blah. But, okay, cool. Four, four chances. But you still have to put together a winning team. Like, And I don't maybe- think the division's going to be any worse than it was this past season. I think Cleveland is always kind of a threat. Bringing Craig Council, I don't think they're going to fall off that much if they do end up hiring them. Even Detroit. I know they're in a rebuild, but they still finished second in that division with 78 wins. So, like, Detroit's got some young guys too. Detroit, they're not going to be yeah. ready. And the Twins, I think we saw this postseason, like, you know, they got a potent offense there. You get yep. the starting rotation's not terrible either. They're going to be tough. So, well, the, the Twins have found themselves a bona fide superstar in the making in Royce Lewis. He yeah. really came out in these playoffs too. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, his star rose, he became more of a national name. And, I mean, everyone in the Central kind of knew him as the guy that the Twins kept typing up, but he couldn't, like, stay in the big leagues. He kept getting injured. Yeah, he kept getting hurt. So, I feel like uh, the division's going to be better. I really think the division's going to be better. Because there's been some young guys. I mean, Kansas City's still going to be fucking cheeks, but everybody else. because they're taking all their good players, though. That's the only reason. <laughs> and their front office. Yeah. Well, well, I was going to ask you, what did you guys make of, uh, I think it was Getz, who's already floating around uh, that Eater might just make the rotation next year, like right away. See, it, so I'll let Wait, you go first. No, no, you. what pitcher? Jake Eater. Eater the guy that you got the from they traded uh, for Burger. Burger. Every time <laughs> I see about him in the fall league, like there's a lot of command issues that are real. There's a reason they had to send him to a pitching camp in the middle of the season. And the fact that like this past year, he didn't have a whole lot of innings. He didn't pitch till June. He was hey, coming Drew. off the arm injury. Hey, fucking men, Drew. Super chat from Drew said Thanksgiving comes before Christmas. Don't forget. Goddamn right, Drew. I agree, man. But I, I would be a little concerned if Jake Eater was that guy. Because, like, the two guys they have in the rotation right now, Dylan Cease doesn't go very deep into games. Kopech can't make it past the fourth inning. That bullpen's going to get worn down quickly. Yeah. They need some workhorses. And then you're bringing in Jake Eater, who walks a lot of guys, getting his first taste in Major League action. That's a recipe for disaster. So, like, if you're going to have him in the rotation, you better sign a workhorse or two because they need some yeah. innings eaters. And I also saw someone floating around the idea that they're going to tell – uh, crochet, he's going to be in the rotation. He has a shot at making the rotation so he can work this offseason like a starter. He should. I, yeah. I mean, I mean why, why, not? why not? At this point, why name five White Sox starters? You can't because they yeah. don't have them. And if you're starting to pull names from the, the fucking minor leagues where the kid can't, you know, throw a fucking strike, we're in some trouble. Man, we that's literally tough. 10 minutes ago, yeah, just talked about the importance of starting Juggernaut. pitching. <laughs> and if this, you know what I mean? Like, they got a lot of shit to do. And I agree, though, again, coming full circle with uh, Bevo, it's going to be an eventful offseason, which is great for us. I mean, good, bad, or indifferent. It's content, baby. But it's going to be – I think it's going to be different than what we're used to. Really quickly with Jake Eater, too, I will say this for him, even though the walks have been kind of a concern. Because a lot of these fall league results, you can't put too much stock into the stats just because it's guys getting work. And But he's been working with a pitching coach from the Dodgers organization, which is always nice to see because they know how to develop pitchers. And he had a quote that he was talking about. 
he had a quote talking about like, yeah, I'm like starting to engage my lower half more. I think I found something that's really clicked. And like, his, I think it was two outings ago he had, he's like, yeah, I know the results weren't there, but like, I found something that I think like really clicked where I've engaged. So, so something that worked with this Dodgers pitching coach, I mean, seems to be, seems to be working for him. So I try we'll to see. engage my lower half at least three times a week. Um, hey now. Hey, sometimes I engage it twice a day. <laughs> You'll go blind. Uh, uh, base yeah. two outs, by the way, now in this yes. ball. Game. Another three left on base. Uh, Jack did make a good point in the comment that Cleveland might have a new manager. Actually, they are going to have a new manager. They, the way that uh, Tito left, and they left bases low. Uh, but um, oh my god, and a weak ground out to fucking the boost. way that Tito left. I don't know if you guys remember, but his last game, like the whole team. Made oh, he retired. He ste- yeah, he stepped out. He retired. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, official. Gone. it's official. Official. You know that's, that's why, they why they're that's why they're interviewing. They've interviewed council. They interviewed the Cubs bench coach. Okay, uh, I forget who else. You know, Tito retired. But he's but walk- whoever's taking over that team though is walking into a, a pretty fucking solid young team with actual rotation. That, well, that's what I was saying with the division thing. If they hire Craig Council, like I don't think they're going to take a step back. I think I feel yeah, like Council's already really- a Met. I feel like it's just a matter of fucking waiting for the World Series to be over to announce it. Maybe. I just I, I feel it in my plums. As long as he's uh, away from Milwaukee, I'll be good. Yeah. Which, again, it, it goes back to the White Sox uh, just being like, Pedro Grafol, he's he's good with me? How? How do you do that? Not at least wait until the end of the season to explore some options. It's like you just idiots. lost a hundred games. You fucking you idiots. <laughs> oh, you just had one of the worst seasons in this franchise history. Yeah, you're back. You're coming back next year. Yeah, Don't worry no, about it. no, no command of the clubhouse. No one respects you. You keep no. talking <laughs> about culture. Like what the fuck? Yeah, that's the, that's what's so funny. But it'd be like one thing if they weren't expected to be any good, like a Rick Renteria situation. Like when he was hired, he knew what he was getting into. This team Rick was supposed to win the division and in a terrible division. Like. Huh. And like I said, this big thing was he's a good communicator. He's going to build a culture. And then we had more leaks about the damn culture this year. I heard the word culture more times this year than I have my entire life. Jesus Christ. It was brutal, dude. And like, I just, I don't know anybody else in the world at any job that can fuck up that royally and just be like, yeah, run it back. Yeah. Like, even, even if you're playing, even like Chris Getz, whoever's call it was, if it was his, it was Jerry, a mix, whatever. At least wait, like, because you never, you don't know, like, who could be available. Whoever, someone that you might have liked that you thought no, no chance in hell they're going to be leaving the team. They leave. Where if they would have just waited on the whole Chris Getz bullshit, they had a shot at our girl Kim. Yeah. Like what the fuck, man? It's like, like, man, what are you guys doing? So So I need need to hear you say your last name. (laughs) I mean, you watch, you watch that team. We looked it up. (laughs) Yep. You watch that team every day. It looked like they quit on him in April. After He's they up. went on that tape, like they quit, like wait, it's not like after they're playing hard sh- for him either. No, after that shit starts to the season, I, I mean, that's when guys start looking at kickers in their contract already. They're like, all right, I got to get here to make this. Well, to be fair, play. everybody was. The fan base did the same thing too. The fan base was fucking like, it, it, every, everybody, I think, from top to bottom that had anything to do with the White Sox tapped out like two months in the season this year like it felt it felt like everybody oh off board off at, board. at least yeah, with you, rick Renteria, like you could tell they're playing hard for him rick like, boys don't quit yep. ricky's boys don't quit 
But yep. I mean, it's like you get all excited, you're amped up for this team, you think they're gonna win the division, you're reading all the fucking projections and all this shit, and then they come out and just completely fucking Amber heard the bed. They Ooh, shit all over the place. Grumpy. A grumpy. The home opener was a perfect encapsulation of the Oh season. my god, that was the most bru- I was so not sober and just like, how is this happening? Like it, that was the biggest buzzkill. Oh my god, that sucks so bad. Everyone, it was like everyone's excited over the offseason. I was so everyone's hyped, drunk dude. in the parking lot. They come in, and then the the season starts. The game starts. San Francisco just shells them. Do you so know what made that suck too, though? Too is the fact that it happened so early. Like yes. it, it, it did not allow. That's what I'm saying. To even get at least a few moments of like, no. this is great. This is great. It was literally out of the gate. Fuck! Here we go again. Like they had yeah. the first game. We no opening. Yeah, opening day they beat Houston. Astros. It's like all right. I like uh-huh. that, was here. that was it. <laughs> that was yep. it. And then, and then game two. Morgan Freeman. Pedro Grifol goes to the wrong bullpen oh, guy. Oh, sees oh, it yep. over. And that's when it all started. It all right. Stopped. I mean, I don't know. Maybe getting rid of some of those guys. We'll see who they bring in. It's going to be a lot of mid. Oh, so totally. I'm not saying I, th- I think that like, might have been the mundane part for beef love. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot they, of meh. They've yeah, got a, like, it's gonna be a lot of moves, but none of them. They're not bringing in Otani, They're not bringing in Otani. They've got to do what, they've got to do what, what Drew loves the most. They've got to change the culture. He loves that when they talk about culture. culture? Well, you know how you do that They gotta get rid of they gotta get rid of some of these these like the Eloy. That's why I think Eloy and I think Eloy's still better. I still think he's talented, but like you got to trade him. I would trade Moncada too, but no one's going to take him, so you're stuck with him. Plus, I, I'm going to say on but, record right now that I think Yoan Moncada has a good year this year. I yeah, that, I, you can play it whatever. It's a fucking the guy. The only thing that Moncada loves more than himself is money, and it's a contract year and rompers and rompers. Well, you no, buy I a think one A is uh, Northwest Indiana bars. Yeah, so I think. <laughs> <laughs> they built a culture of sex appeal around Roman Gonzalez. Uh, he's actually started working out again. Yeah, we're, we're already getting uh, back. some some is, uh, starting second ball base. videos. I was say, is Missy on the uh, the workout uh, follow? Is she following these workouts? I mean, probably going to see if you see his girl. Instagram. The man's kind of jacked. There's just a bunch of like shirtless press thir- mm-hmm. thirst traps. No wonder he can't hit a lefty because he's too busy <laughs> posting shirtless pics on Instagram. He's like, working me, get mop. Can I go get the mop? I'll it's right working. Back. But, uh, yeah, man. And I guess this kind of goes into the next thing we want to talk about. We're fucking killing it on the segways, boys. Well, you ready for this uh, segue? You oh, want to talk about you want to talk about no exciting moves out of the top 40 uh, free agents. The White Sox were listed zero times as zero best times. fits for them. <laughs> So it was the athletic, right? That's the athletic. Yes. Yeah. So that the athletic. Was the one. That is painful. Yeah, the athletic uh, put out their top forty free agents and what kind of paper they expect them to get. Oh. As although mentioned, the White Sox were what do they call it? Favorite destination or preferred? It's just preferred. best, like best fits. Yeah. The just White Sox teams that you think are going to be pursuing zero. this guy. Zero, folks. Zero of the top 40 free agents. But some of these numbers. Probably because Jordan Miller. I mean, to be honest. Well, I mean, it's 100% because of Jordan Miller. But uh, some of these numbers, this ain't your dad's MLB, folks. These numbers are fucking ridiculous. And although, do you got it up? 
Yes. Let's start with Otani. What is the projection contract for Otani? <laughs> you guys want to guess? You guys want to guess? <laughs> I already looked, so that's cheating. Oh, okay. Right. So the pred- the prediction here from uh, these are all Jim Bowden. Uh, prediction is ten years, ten four four hundred seventy seven million with incentives and escalators that take the deal to more than half a billion. And what are the teams? What are the teams? And then the best fits are the Dodgers, no surprise, the Rangers, Mariners, Mets, Red Sox, Padres, Giants, Cubs, Phillies, Blue Jays. Well, we can take the Padres off that list. Yeah, you can take the Padres. Padres, uh... (laughs) Take out another loan. (laughs) That's an IOU. That's a good one. It's better than money, sir. Um, I'm gonna be paying him monopoly money. I want to hang on to that. Can one. I interest you in this frosty coupon? <laughs> we have a we have a fryer. Um, why don't we just we got time? Let's turn this into a, a little prediction or prediction or, or projections. We can or, do or projections. Uh, I think projection time. I'm going to kind of throw a curveball here. I think Otani goes to the Mariners. All right, I have you the know. Dodgers. Him and Ichiro are tight. Ooh. I have the Dodgers. Man, I'll go. I would say I was going to say Dodgers too, but to be different, I'll go Rangers because I feel like they unload Scherzer's contract. They'll they'll revamp by bringing Dude, in Otani. the Rangers throw an Otani on this team. Oh. Holy <laughs> fuck, man! Go ahead, Feds. I'm gonna. I'm going Giants. I'm going to San Francisco Giants. Giants. There's I think something about the Giants always being right. in the mix, but never signing the big. Imagine Shohei hitting in that ballpark. How many balls he's going to lose in the water? Uh, you know, and it's got a very good market there for for obviously uh, not just the American audience, but the overseas <laughs> audience. And yeah. I think you got to go. I think San Francisco. So- Missy in the comments said the White Sox are peering through the window on this one. Absolutely no seat at the table. All I can think of is you guys remember that old Derek Rose meme where he's like poking his head around the corner and he's got his big headphones on his head. Yeah, I feel like oh, that's I, the White Sox. I picture John Belushi uh, in uh, Animal House on the la- on the ladder outside the window. So the next number, <laughs> I actually want to go through. Like let's say like the top ten free agents because there yeah. is a very big fall off after Otani. Let's just put it that way. Uh, I, that's so why I think the Giolito White Sox reunion is a real thing. That contract was like right in their wheelhouse. I saw so, that number, at, and I know the Cubs are keep doing mid mid level like starting pitchers, mm-hmm. and that sucks. But I I'm still a fan of Lucas Giolito, and that, right, so, and that prediction is real low. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> the next one. You guys, go for the names, though. I'm going. I'm diving in here, folks. All right, here we we're, go. We're, we're, we're diving in. We're Japanese diving in. Japanese ace named guys, one of the world's best starting pitchers. If you watch the World Baseball Classic, which I know a lot of people listening did, you'll remember this guy because he was fucking nasty. Uh, Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Oh, that, oh, that was perfect. Nailed it. Bravo. Abzo. Fucking right. Uh, so, 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 so. Tonight, as he proceeds to mispronounce the next name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, really the, the contract prediction for, I'm just going to call him Yoshi. Uh, <laughs> seven years. Seven years, $211 million. Yeah. The best fits are 
It's the usual suspects here. Uh, Mets, Yankees, Dodgers, Phillies, Rangers, Cardinals, Giants, Red Sox, Cubs. Um, I love this. I would love to see him on the Cubs. I love this, Jim. I would I would like to see him on the Cubs mainly just because I'd like to watch him play a little bit more than he is a fucking stud. He's only watch World 25. He is only 25. Nasty. Yeah. He's nasty. The contract, I mean, yeah, it looks huge. Seven for 211, so that's what, 30 million a year? But I mean, you look at some of these other big deals, like Scherzer was getting 40 million at age 38, 39. Verlander, the same thing. Arkansas. Garrett Cole. What's well, Garrett? Garrett Cole got like 300 million or something. Uh, Market's going to keep going up too. So, what you thought last year in the offseason, right. add like another 10%, probably, because that's it's still going up. There's, there's the, still increase this offseason. These these deals are going to be better. Speaking, speaking specifically about the Cubs and like obviously whoever is going to pursue him obviously wants him because they think he's going to be an ace. But whether it's whether it's uh, Yamamoto or whatever other good pitcher the Cubs hopefully target, like we all love Justin Steele, but like they need a no doubt top yep. of the rotation arm. Yes, and this so, guy looks like the goods. I mean, like you you read this the scouting reports, the guys who is obviously have gone over. Like I think every single team president or GM scouts yep. have gone into see him pitch this year. All of them are like, yeah, no, this guy is the real deal. It doesn't matter if it's Japan, the you know their league, MLB. This guy can pitch. Right. In the World Baseball Classic, he threw seven innings. He only gave up four hits, and two earned runs, like and twelve strikeouts. Yeah, he had a two four five ERA and a point eight two whip. The only better, the only better pitcher in the World Baseball Classic was probably Otani. And I know, obviously, pitchers, I mean, every player is, you know, subject to getting injured. But you go back to the age, he's only he's only 25. Like, you do not get the opportunity to sign, like, star players no. at this young of an age. And it's paper time, man. Give him the seven years. I can't say seven years without doing Ace Ventura. <laughs> and I think, years, uh, I, I think he's like, uh, the there's day. no posting fee, I think, for him either. So, like, you don't have to pay the team, no. like, you know, the huge bonus just to get that's him because he's 25 right well i think it's because he started when he was like 17 so like he's been yeah. over there like eight yeah. years the kid is and he's got no health issues there's been no question marks on his health either like and which he doesn't fucking walk people like he also read it, karaoke. i want to read this stat so he plays for uh what is it the oryx 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 he oryx. went 16 16 6 whatever hit 23 starts 1.21 era and 23 Whoa. starts. 23 <laughs> starts. He's won the triple crown uh, a couple times, ERA strikeouts and wins the past two seasons in Japan. Uh, let's see what we got here. Mid 90s fastball. Whoever signs Otani, Otani just calls him. He's like, yo, Yoshi, we're going here. And like, yeah, I think. Homies click up. Yo, yo, Yoshi. Uh, you know, Otani, Yoshi, Seiya, they can all, they can have all Whoever signs Otani, though, they're not going to be able to. I know. The extra I know. Cash. And that's it's why I think thought. I think Cody Sanga like oh, yeah? first working the phone and I think he goes to Boston. All right, so you you think Ooh. he goes to Boston? He goes to Boston. Ooh. I think this one I think this is the Dodgers move. I think they lose out on Otani so they go up with this kid. I actually I think, think that rotation would be sick. As much as I do they get uh, want the Cubs back to too. Him, I think this is the Mets. I think the Mets jump They're back in. They got rid of, they got rid of the money. 
They got rid of the Scherzer. They got rid of Verlander. Cohen's always going to have the money to spend. True. It's going to be a long-term commitment, and they're one of the teams that you know will be willing to pony up. And you've got to know Cohen is just straight up embarrassed by what happened this year. Yeah. And so. I know there was the talk that they're going to take, like, that they may not go all in, like, in 2024, that they might be ready to, you know, push in the chips for 2025, but still. Like, you're, you're, you're signing a 25-year-old, like, ace-type pitcher. You're going to have a while to compete with that guy. So, sticking with pitching, the number three player on this list, who's he earned his money this year, is Jordan Montgomery, left-handed pitcher. Um, Fizz, what do you think his contract prediction is? Uh... What do you think the market is for a 30-year-old lefty? Who had a four point one WAR this year? I mean, the WAR age thirty, age thirty. So you're in that 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 really it's something four years probably with some Boris options. Boris client. Yeah, Boris client. maybe five, four or five, and I think you're going to get somewhere twenty plus, obviously, and then go from there. I think that I think again. I, everything that we know about, I think we're going to learn this off season for the next couple off seasons. Everything we thought about the previous off season only is going to increase in player uh, pricing. So I think that what we thought, what last year this would have garnered, isn't going to be even what this next off season is going to garner. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think he's going to take four or five years minimum guaranteed with an options, probably mutual, no trade clauses or, or uh, I, I mean, these are the things so that you're going to see in these contradiction here. Five years, okay, one hundred and twenty-seven million dollars. Ooh, I was gonna guess one thirty. That's like what, like twenty-three million a year? Yeah, yeah, you were right there. And the best fits again, folks. Tell me, stop me if you heard these teams before: Rangers, Cardinals, Yankees, Dodgers, Giants, Phillies, Orioles, and a partridge in a pear tree. By this the way, the, this is the I, chance. The Orioles do something. Yep, Spend yep. on pitching. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that would be a good opportunity. I'm an idiot. I meant to say Yoshida with the Red Sox, not Cody saying I had a Mets Freudian slip back there. Yep. Yoshida was I the guy you. I was thinking on the Red Sox, but you know. I got him going to the Cubs, so yeah. I'm just gonna I'm straight homer shit. He's I think good. Montgomery stays in Texas. Yeah, he's gonna stay there. Don't yeah, pay him. I think this is a, and speaking of just staying at home, I think the next guy's staying at home too. Uh you got Aaron Nola, right handed pitcher. He's thirty years old. Um had a good year, man. Made sixteen dollars. Sixteen. He made sixteen dollars. Sixteen dollars. Sixteen dollars. Why? Check. His, his internship was fantastic. <laughs> he made sixteen million. That was before taxes. Dollars. Um, and, and, and then all, his contract prediction is five years, one hundred and twenty-five mil. Seems to be a going rate right now for a stud pitcher. Uh, best fits: Phillies, Red Sox, Orioles, Giants, Blue Jays, Cardinals, Cubs. This is I the think- guy. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mitch. No, go for it. I didn't mean to interrupt. I'm just saying he ain't leaving Philly. They fucking love Philly. Yeah, I can see it. But, like, Baltimore desperately needs some starting pitching. So, I think they yep. will overpay for one of those guys, whether it be Montgomery and or Nola. Well, I um, think the so next guy's the guy they might some have. Some of the – one thing I wanted to bring up about Nola is uh, there's already been rumors about his asking price. Oh, no. And is it getting, is wild. He's getting greedy. He's getting greedy. He, I think he, he threw out or like, he didn't directly, but like, you know, through the great friends, whatever it was yeah. like, you know, uh, maybe like 200 million, buddy. Hey, no way. I, like I think million. I mentioned it during the NLCS that I would, I want the Cubs to pursue him. 
But when I saw that rumor, I'm like, not for that price, man. Nah, buddy, not buddy. for that price. And I mean, he went 12 and 9 with a 4.46 ERA this year. It's like, yeah. dude. No, like, I, that's the thing. He, he's a he's a great strikeout pitcher. I wrote about him when I was doing when I was listing these for the Cubs the other day. Um, I think since 2018, so like the last five full seasons, uh, uh, take away the 2020 year, I think he's pitched like 180 plus innings. He's reached 200 plus two or three seasons. He's gotten more than 200 strikeouts the last five years. So like, you know, he, he obviously a good stuff. He does have some inconsistencies where, yeah, you know, yep. he'll have like this past like, year, he had a four, nearly four and a half ERA. But then the he has proven to be like a top of the rotation type arm. He's dependable. You can rely on. Yeah. Like when you get Aaron Ola, he's and he's actually one of the rare occasions where he's better in the postseason. There goes the no hitter. Guess who broke it up? Corey Seager. Corey Seager. Um, he looked extremely about it too. By the way, dribbler. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yep. No. They, yeah. I don't think though. Like Nola is not the type of guy that can be your number one starter if you're expecting to win. Yeah. World Series. Like, I think yeah. he's a two or three. Ideally, really yeah. slider stayed up. Now, maybe uh, I haven't seen that. Uh, this is completely oh, just pulling out of my ass. Kind of reminds like Lance Lynn. So beat. Sorry, the, the singer hit was, he was like strike strikeout pitcher can be great. Great. When he's striking people out. When he's striking people out, can get into trouble though, gives up home runs. Yep. He does. I mean, Kinda like, like I said, he gave up. 30 something home runs this year. Like he can have stretches where he's dominant, but then yeah. they go. Well, and honestly, giving up the home runs isn't the worst thing in the world as long as you're not walking people, not walking, and keeping guys on base, which he had a problem. It would always, there would always be people on, and Lance would give up a lot of bombs. Drew, yep. just for your super chats tonight, I did want to uh, send out this when you did mention Thanksgiving. And uh, real single. This is, uh, this is for Double. Drew because Thanksgiving is before Christmas. Saw, but little Zoe was sitting next to me. I, I put the headphones on and he started dancing. <laughs> he was he was into it, and now he's he's calling us on his banana phones right now. Just so you guys know. Hello, little Zoe. <laughs> you go, Drew. Shout out, Drew. Uh, hey, little Zoe. Say Goka. It's funny but, in high school. Speaking of like the Thanksgiving uh, Christmas song, <laughs> we used to. I used to carpool with a bunch of our neighbors, and I got into a big fight with my neighbor one year because I refused to put on Christmas music until after Thanksgiving, and she was I, not a fan. That was I, that was a big long argument over the radio dial. Uh, two nothing. So, so would you? Would you? Oh, I thought they. If Otani signs with the Cubs, 
Ooh, and you yeah. know, it's a long contract. Your little boy's nope. growing up. He's seeing nope. all the hype. Nope. Otani's winning nope. MVPs. And he's nope. like, yo, dad, I really love that Cubs hat. You, just the hat. You buy him a hat? Cubs hat? Uh, I mean, he's. You respect the hat of, game. Yeah, he's free to be a fan of whoever he wants. Wow. <laughs> he says, dad, listen, I also want a Shohei jersey. Yeah, the Angels one is pretty sick. Throwback. Uh, <laughs> well played. Because your son's very smart, so he would say, I would like him with his current team, Dad. Shit, that Japan jersey's fucking tight, too, from the WWE. There you go, World Baseball Classic Japan. Yeah. Your kid there becomes you the biggest Little Joe becomes like, Little Joe becomes the Buddha. He's like, Dad, we're not dealing with the past. We're dealing with the here and now and the future. It's all about the future, Dad. And then you're like, oh, shit. You can have an Abreu jersey. So the next one, I think so, Drew said it in the comments. When are we going to talk about Blake Snell? Right Oops. now, number five. How about five. now? How about now? Uh, five years, 122 million, and Cardinals, Red Sox, Yankees, Dodgers, and it says Padres, but ladies and gentlemen, the Padres are broke. <laughs> so you can go ahead and take them out of all this. I was kind of surprised that he was ranked lower than uh, Montgomery and Nola. Montgomery was good though, and I think Montgomery's. Pitching in post-season. the postseason yeah. is going to help him out a lot. Nola too. Nola's solid in the postseason. I think, as well. but I think Blake Snell is about to go two Cy Youngs. Uh, he's he's gonna. I think yeah. he's gonna I win mean, NL Cy Young this year. He has one with the Rays. Snell is good, dude. And good. he is a little streaky though. He was dog shit. What was it two years ago or last year? Last year he's another he guy that walks a lot of batters, but he can usually work around it because of the strikeouts. But like, if he's not striking guys out, then it becomes an a, issue because he walks. He was a, a six-war pitcher this year, though. He is a Boris guy. Five years. So, Layton, if you haven't caught on the top three pitchers on this or whatever, five years, one hundred and twenty mil is like the baseline of yeah. what you're paying for a top pitcher right now. Well, uh, below Yoshi. Damn, he gave up some runs, and now they just pulled him. Um, you know the hardest part about a no hitter is like if you give up a, a hit in the sixth or seventh inning when you're pushing so hard that weird exhale shit just falls <laughs> off. Like it happens so often. I wonder that what the numbers is. are. I'd love to see like if someone break down the numbers on uh, what right. happens after a first hit in the sixth inning or later against the starting pitcher. I've, I I just feels like it always results in. So this one hits home for you two. The number six ranked free agent this offseason is Cody Ballinger. Uh, finally get off the pitching slide here to position players. Although I know you already looked at this, so you can't answer because it is. But All I'll say is I was surprised. No, I'm gonna I thought ask, it was low. I'm going to ask the non-Cubs guy, Mitch, what do you think the prediction is for Ballinger contract-wise? He did a prove-me deal, and he proved it. He did prove it. I will he can play say, center field in first base. He's 28 years old. Big lefty bat. I will go. Loves weed. Loves weed. Four years, 115. Disrespectful. Woof. But disrespect <laughs> is real. Six years, 144 million. Yeah, actually, you're pretty on pace. That's actually like, the, yeah. Yeah, the A kind of works out there. See, okay, my main reason for saying that the, I thought, when I first saw the number, I'm like, I think most Cup fans were like, if he signs anywhere around this range and it's not with the Cubs, like, it's on site with Jed Hoyer. Like, <laughs> this would be yeah. a steal for them. Yeah. Because my okay. main reason, you take away, you, we just went through the top five, 
Shohei Otani is the only other hitter on that list. Cody Bellinger is your number two position player in free agency. Yep. Like there is no other good bet besides great year for him to have a great year. I mean, especially he had his two bad years. He was injured, came back, proved that he's healthy. He's still a stud. Mm -hmm. And his versatility. That's that's like twenty five million dollars a year. You don't have to sell me on this, man, because I wanted Cody Bellinger on the White Sox last year. His versatility alone, center field and first base. That's a very rare combo. He's got an absolute cannon for an arm. He's a very good defensive. Very good defensive outfielder, and he is a big lefty bat, which you can never have too many of that. So they had the best fits are Cubs, Giants, Angels, Mariners, Guardians, fuck out of here, Blue Jays, and Yankees. If he, if Jed lets him walk, he better have something big up his sleeve like a Pete Alonso. His his end of the year post on social media didn't make it sound like he was coming back to Chicago Cubs. So Uh, let's if he's not brought back, Aldo said it perfect on site. Yep, on site. Well, for that number, mm-hmm. if he gets like ten years, three hundred nope. million, I'll be like, nope. So I, I okay. hope you got Juan Soto and like people. hypothetically, you can't say the Cubs. Where do you think he would end up if he doesn't end up with the Cubs? New York, <sighs> Yankees. I don't think he'd do good in New York. I really don't. I feel like it'd be like a Joey Gallo thing where. The East Coast big city just doesn't vibe with him. They got pretty good weed in New York. But I know I that, but those I, that I, media, that pressure, all that shit. The do same there? It's Kelly. not okay. I know what you're saying, and it definitely is more than in LA. But it's not like LA and Chicago are these like small media markets. Like there's a lot of pressure he had in LA too. Yep. Dodgers are pretty mm-hmm. big. Absolutely, Cubs are also the team in Chicago. So I, I mean, I don't it, think but that's it's the different, NLB. man. It's it's different. different. It is different, but Dodger fans are fucking. They're not. They're not laid back. That's not. That no, just because they're tardy. Just because they're tardy, they're also assholes, and they leave early because they're pissed. And they were pretty. They were pretty big dickheads to him. His down year. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I, exactly. I've got a. I follow a couple people in Dodgers Twitter, and like mm. they were fucking brutal, man. But I don't know if he doesn't go with the Cubs. Hold on. I, don't I have a team. I just need to figure out their outfield the situation. Angels. Blue Jays would be sick. Who's the well, they got Vlad at first. Uh, let, I, let me see. Who's their center fielder? Rocky. Uh, what was his name? Ooh, Rockies make a splash and get Bellinger. They got now, they have original. Now you're, about, but now you're talking about Canadian. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. Now we're talking about some good Bellinger guys. to the Rockies. Book it. Okay, I have a team. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I need to, I need to see. I need to figure out who they had in the outfield, what their contract situation was. Yep. They're, I think they're going to lose a guy or two in free agency, or, may, or just maybe one guy. That opens up a spot in the outfield. The Arizona Diamondbacks. They got their center fielder, though. No, but they, you can just switch him around. It's fine. He can, he can play, play somewhere in the outfield. outfield. Yeah, I guess it's true. He would well, have I think Guriel is a free agent following this season. I mean, yeah. Maybe he gets he paid goes, somewhere else. But hold on. If he goes to the Blue Jays, though, I mean, he replaces Kiermaier right away. Oh, no doubt. Oh, sure. No yeah. doubt, yeah. But the Arizona Diamondbacks. They could use. He is from. I think he's from Scottsdale. It's, I can hear you blowing it out when you go off camera. It's not speaking <laughs> at all. <laughs> really getting into the Cody Bellinger spirit. Yes, but uh, <laughs> you bring up Cody so Bellinger, like oh, it shit. goes like this. <laughs> hey, you don't mute yourself. Okay. I'm back. I totally wasn't doing anything off camera. Um, I don't know why. I just. I alarm is going on. I can't get off the Blue Jays, man. 
I just have a weird feeling. I can see it. I can it see it too. When was their last big? Oh, I, they did go after George Springer a few years ago. Okay. They got, and that would make that bat in that lineup because they got Vlad Jr. They got uh, Springer, Bichette, Springer. Those are we're all talking. We're talking all right-handed bats. How's, how's the Canadian dollar doing? It's true. I don't know. How is the Canadian dollar really? What's the tax implications? And if you want to talk about, I don't know actually about big division with like the not net crazy media. You go play in Toronto. By the way, uh, when I did write about the, this P- Bellinger contract prediction, I thought, or I put in my two cents, and I said, I think he gets seven years, $175 million. So he gets $25 million a year for seven years. And by the way, Boris client, and I think it's already been out there. Oh, no. The devil. Sorry. No. P- Cody Bellinger is going to be, if he doesn't get a crazy uh, uh, proposal at first, He's going to be one of the last big guys to sign, which is that's that's kind of what happens with uh, the Boris guys. So I think he he'll sign like January. Maybe. Fair enough. So I mean, we got positional players. Oh so no, I can actually say this though too. It, not necessarily because I think he also might if he gets if he gets an offer that's comfortable for him where he's he's good with it within what he wants. The the difference is again, people think that he's going to wait because he thinks another better offer is going to come in and Boris wants him to wait. That's usually really what Boris will do. But I think with Bellinger, the dude has found recent success after being down a little bit. And I think he wants mm-hmm. to continue. And, and if he can find a comfortable situation, I think he's finding there's comfort in that. And so he might not be someone that waits till January. I think, it, I think December, but I, I, I don't think anything obviously before that, but, I, I don't know if January. I think him. And he might. I mean, could very well go to March too. So who knows? But. So next on this list, coming in at number seven, we got positional player, thirty years old, bats right, throws right. He was a four point four WAR player this year. The third baseman for the Toronto Blue Jays, also a Boris client, Matt Chapman. Now he made twelve and a half million this year. Uh, he's a three-time Gold Glove winner with. Amazing range. His slash line, or that's his career slash line. I mean, his career slash line is 240, 320, 461. Age? 30. 30. They have his prediction at six years, 127 mil, with the best fits being Blue Jays, Yankees, Mets, Dodgers, Cubs. And the wild card here is the Tigers. I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong again, but... This is this is the red. Someone's going to get a bad deal with Matt Chapman. Yep. See, and the Cubs keep popping up on this list. They got their third baseman and Nick Madrigal. I mean, well, I don't know. I'm glad you brought him up. Defensively, he was their best third baseman. I'm Nick just... Madrigal, if you look at the numbers, was a better defensive third baseman than Matt Chapman in 2023. And from the month of May toward the end of the season, they had similar hitting numbers. Like Matt Chapman, his I think he had a maybe like 110, 108 WRC plus, but he was brutal for most of the year. Hey, I'm not giving up on Nikki two strikes yet. I still <laughs> think there's some talent there. Now Dude. I would sign Matt Chapman over him if I was trying to contend, but that's the you thing. Know, I, you could do a lot worse than Nikki two strikes. So the Cubs, so the Cubs obviously need to add a bat with Bellinger with with a trade, somebody. I if it's Matt Chapman, I'd be. I, He's a solid player, but I wouldn't be thrilled. I would be like, uh. for, six, for six years, too. That's a guy I'd be like, yeah, three years. Just maybe. screams like, Anthony yeah. Rendon. This yeah. one, this it, feels it, like it, the Yankees. 
anything above four or five years without options involved at anything beyond 16 million, I think is yeah. his, I, I think I his power the, numbers went down last year. I don't like, I don't like it. Red flag, red flags all yep. over the place yep. for yep. Matt Chapman. There'll be an increase, but the increase is just the market value for everybody in the free agency going up. And he just, yeah, don't give him if anything he doesn't, over years is a fail. If he doesn't say in Toronto, this one feels like a Yankee deal to me. I don't know why. I can see it. Just feels like a Yankee deal. Dude, I just, while you guys were just talking, I perused farther down. This list gets brutal fast. Yes, it like, does. Real it's, fast. Not, it's not. Uh, all right, let's start speed rounding these a little bit. Number eight is Josh Hader coming out of the pen. He was a 2.4 war player. He's 29. Uh, he made fourteen million this year. They have his contract at three years, sixty-seven million, and they got Yankees, Phillies, Padres, and Angels, Rangers. If Rick Hahn was still the general manager, that would scream White Sox all over it. Yeah, yeah, we got some holes, but let's uh, lever. And then there was that big thing where towards the end of the year, Hater basically was like. I'm not coming in for a six-out save. Like, well, you wouldn't come in unless it was a save situation. Period. Yeah. yeah. No. And apparently, that was only said at the end of the year. That was his clause all year long. Yeah, Joe Kelly bullshit. And that was, and that was a team who was like one in fifteen in one-run games or yeah. in extra inning games. Probably could have used Josh Hader in some of those spots. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? He actually gives himself the opportunity to, if he feels it, he can go in though. Still, he doesn't. He can obviously choose to pitch right so, so like, they can still use uh, them and yeah, that's true due to if he has the new information aka the padres being broke as fuck yeah he's not staying in san diego uh i have a wild card team for him yankees feel right but after watching like right now the texas rangers are lining up to win the world series and they're rolling out a dolish chapman like this is where you want now they have um, leclerc I know as their closer, I don't think Hader would take any yeah, right. I don't think Hader would take the setup role. Josh Hader, St. Louis Cardinals. That makes so oh, that, there, that, there's that goes not together a better like match peanut for butter and jelly. Yep. Holy I fuck prefer my relievers sense. that don't say Yeah, but Cardinals St. Louis. Cardinals Twitter will like make like pictures of like he plays the Cardinals way. Yeah. Oh, he already does. Drop an M bomb. <laughs> he's he's part of that brotherhood, yeah. Dude, sure. he will be on commemorative coins, plates. Like he looks, he already looks like Jesus. Sold but... at every cracker barrel along the highway. Boom! <sighs> Hell yeah, I like that boy. I like the cut of his jib. I don't, uh, I, I don't think historically coins. I don't think but... historically, in like the past two decades, the Cardinals have spent huge money on closers. But I don't know. They could use one. They could. Yeah. Use, I mean, they've had a. We want to talk about they're, a disappointing they're another, season. Yeah, they're another team that was embarrassed this year, so they're yeah. going to make drastic moves. Now, the next one I think is the easiest out of all of them. 35-year-old Clayton Kershaw. Yes, he is number nine on this list, folks. <laughs> uh, with a 3-7 war Dodgers. prediction, one year, $22 million. The best fits, Dodgers, Dodgers Rangers, or retirement. It literally <laughs> says or, or retirement on here. It's got like Dodgers or retires. I feel Texas. like it's because yeah. he's from Texas. He yeah. went to high school in Texas outside right. of Dallas. He's it. not leaving the Dodgers, no. dude. And no one no. else is going to pay him twenty-two million either. No. Uh, next one. Oh, a little AL Central. Uh, Sonny Gray, thirty-three-year-old uh, right-handed pitcher, was five-three oh. WAR this year. Had a pretty. He was pretty. He had a very good year. year. He, he was, was good the postseason uh, too. Uh-huh. Yep. 
They have best fits, Twins, Rockies, Giants, Cardinals, Orioles, Angels, Braves. That's a lot. Uh, prediction, three years, $64 million. This is my guy for the Orioles. I think the Braves scoop them up. They need some pitching, too, in the, the starting variety. I think that would be a good fit for them. Not too expensive, solid starter. I'm going Braves. Depending yeah. on what the Cubs do, I would like right to see pursue Sonny Gray. Another good strikeout pitcher. He the scary thing is he's a little older, thirty three, um, but he has been very good uh, last couple, couple of years with the Twins. Uh, short shorter commitment. Uh, another guy down the list. Well, it's two more guys that we're not really going to get to, but it's Kyle Hendricks and Marcus Stroman. Again, this free agent class is not that great. I think they're going to trade Marcus Stroman. I think he's going to opt in, but I don't think they want him back. Um, <laughs> Because they they didn't they didn't it, it's similar to Wilson Contreras, where he wanted an extension and they're like uh, no thanks. Uh, obviously, the difference is that he has the opt or he has the option for twenty twenty four, but I think they trade him. I think they stick with Kyle Hendricks, but then I think they do either via trade or free agency. I think they are going to get a better starting pitcher than Marcus Stroman, and maybe Sonny Gray is one of those guys. Yeah, I think. You're right. I think Sonny Gray is a good fit for the Cubs too. I think what he does, he's consistent middle middle to upper part of a rotation. He's a guy that's mature too. He's a good, just consistent. You know what you're getting. And, you know, he's not the ace. He won't be the ace, but he will be support. Like he's you- in that second, like obviously, you know, there's Otani, there's uh, Yamamoto uh, in the trade market. You know, there's Bieber, right. Glass now, a uh, few other guys. But Yamamoto and it him. It would still be a be, solid move, but it's just like it would be a tier down. Yamamoto and him together that both would be side. amazing. That would be a, an optimal kind of like pair up because then you got again you got depth because you got steel and you got someone he's a he's a three right. And then you trade some of that pitching for Juan Soto. Oh, oh. my! Goodness. Oh my! Come on, Mitch. You love the 2023 Cubs. Think about the 2024 Cubs. Absolutely not. If, only if Nicky Two Strikes is still a member of that team. Well, well, no, but he would be. He, he would make a solid Cub. I still, I'm sticking with the Braves, though. I still feel like they're they're ready to win a World Series. And p- starting pitching was kind of their downfall in the postseason. Yeah. They were not as deep as many expected. And even Strider, I feel like big good strikeout guy. But if you look at the numbers, it wasn't like anything. Outside of the strikeouts, like the ERA wasn't fantastic. Yeah, he, he kind of had like the Aaron Nola season where, you yeah. know, obviously he's proven to be a good pitcher, but he had some sh- wasn't that as consistent as you would have thought. Yeah. So I, I I think Atlanta's ready to win. They'd pony up. Uh, so, Mitch, now with Zoe away, we can kind of deviate here. We the, By the way, those were the top 10. Again, this free agent class, as you saw, top 10, there's Shohei Otani and Cody Bellinger are the only two hitters <laughs> in the uh, top 10 yeah. there. A lot of pitchers here, but I do want to get to number 13. And Mitch, you wrote about it. Lucas Giolito. Yeah, I think his, his contract prediction, though. And I think he turned down. I think the story came out before 2022. He turned down a four year, $54 million extension, something like that. This contract prediction is only for 
Two years, $24 million. Well, an I, opt out after and I think that's right around where it would be, too, just because he needs to bump his stock back up. He wants to get paid, and he's not going to do it after shit in the bed in Los Angeles and Cleveland. And that's also why I, I think, because he's also going to be looking for a team, and I think this will play a factor. He's going to be looking for a solid pitching coach. He's going to want to revitalize his stock. And I know people have their problems with eating cats, but it's clear he's comfortable with them. And that's why I do think it would be a good fit for the Sox. And him, about Lucas Giolito, yeah, yep, yeah, it, because like obviously it's not that exciting, but like there would be very little pressure on him coming back to Chicago. He works mm-hmm. well with cats, he needs to boost his stock. The Sox need a guy that can eat innings. I think it makes sense. Um, I'm not saying it's gonna happen, but that's where I could see that talk, making sense. For talk about parties. costing yourself some money though, holy shit! Oh, yeah, yeah, no doubt. Uh, but I think I think uh, he is going to have that similar. He's not going to get the as big of money uh, that Carlos Rodon got in that uh, his short deal with the Giants. But like he said, Mitch, I think he can have that like that Cody Bellinger Rodon one plus one contract, prove it, mm-hmm. and then opt out again. Yep. I think uh, it's either for me. I think uh, the best fits listed were let's see: Rays, Dodgers, Blue Jays, Giants, Orioles, Cardinals, Red Sox, Braves. The imagine him with so, with the Rays. Tampa Bay would be the next best, and that that was my front runner because, like I said, he's going to be looking for a team that can develop pitching, has a good pitch, and that's Tampa Bay. And I think Tampa Bay would be more than willing to be like, yeah, we'll give you the two years. We know you're not going to come back the second year. We'll right. pay you twelve, thirteen, fourteen million dollars for one year be great for us. And quite frankly, that's also like, while they're, they're going to be a competitive team. That's a perfect environment for them too. Cause there's not a whole lot of pressure playing in Tampa. Like, if yeah. you're trying to boost no. your stock, you don't want the pressure of like playing in like a New York or something or a legitimate contender. I think that would be an excellent fit for them. I could also see the Orioles, the Orioles, they go the cheap route. It's like, Hey, this guy, I can see it. Yeah. They did go Flaherty. That didn't work. So why not bring in his buddy? So like, <laughs> bring in that other high school but go for it. No, he will not get a hundred million. Not not this offseason. Yeah, not this offseason. No, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. I had a little puppy problem going on here. No, um, no. So yeah, no, I like the race too. And then the next one on the list, though, I was just gonna go through ones that we care about. Number fourteen is Marcus Stroman. Yeah, yeah they're just talking about him. Yeah, he's out. Uh, okay. I think. Yeah, I think he's opting in. Yep. And then if we keep going down. <laughs> this is pretty brutal. Dude, okay, let me let me just say it. The third highest hitter in this free agent market on this list is 36-year-old JD Martinez. Yep. So <laughs> one guy though that I want to bring up because well, first and foremost, let's pause for a second. Pause. I want to say happy birthday to our guy Baloney from yep. the Chicago Sports Baloney. 40 years old. I wore this hoodie again to let you guys know I'm not fucking around. We're going to smoke <laughs> you. But uh, happy 40th birthday, bud. Nothing but love. Now, the next name on this list, though, that I think I learned a lot of great candy hacks from Baloney. The other, I think that his Twitter yesterday was a very informative <laughs> read on all these candy hacks. So, this guy, a member of White Sox Twitter, who I very, very much respect his opinion and it kind of goes a long way with me josh nelson has been bringing this guy up frequently during this playoff run for the rangers and that's number 24 on this list mitch garver now i know everybody keeps saying carlos santana or not carlos santana uh oh bunt very nice bunt who's the wash catcher from the royals that mitch likes 
Salvador Perez. Salvador <laughs> Perez. There you go. Oh, uh, I know everybody thinks that's the the given move, but can I interest you in a 32 year old Mitch Garner, who he was a 2.1 WAR player this year. He made 3.9 million. His contract prediction is two years at 16 mil, so eight million a year. Uh, best fits: Rangers, Marlins, Padres, Guardians, Rays, and Tigers. What do you guys think about possible of Mitch Garver coming? To I would South love Park? old Mitch Garver on the Sox. That that yes. sign me two, up. Sign two me two up. quick things. I'm with Mitch. I'm with you, Zoe. With Josh, Mitch Garver would be great. I just looked at his numbers. I mean, he had a great off- offensive season this year with Texas. Has been pretty mm-hmm. consistent his entire career. So yeah, you would want Mitch Garver. Number two, though, I think he's 32. I think he would want to go with a clear contender. Yeah, I, I don't think, think he's, he's trying he's to spend any time on a bad team. Not on a not on a retool. Well, I did say it could be a sleeping giant. Um, I can see if the Sox come in at like two years, twenty mil. I know, like, bro, you're making it worth your while. I just still don't know, especially if I mean they're up one nothing in the top of the eighth right now. But if the Rangers win the World Series for the first time since 1961, god damn, um, it might be tough to pry him away from that. You know what I mean? Like, it might just up his price. Yeah, true. But I would not mind. Mitch Garver. That's why the Sox will get his back up with hedges. According to Jeff <laughs> they say here the but the possible fits are Rangers, Marlins, Padres, Guardians, Rays, and Tigers. Uh, so not a lot of the big contending teams. Not the chicken. Mm. Tigers are interesting. Marlins is interesting to me. I can't Marlins, even think of the catchers. But they got a pretty young, a good, I mean, maybe, pretty young. Maybe I have. maybe love Chicago. Maybe the White Sox do pony up mm-hmm. a little extra money. I mean, I would I wouldn't. Obviously, I wouldn't hate it, but I just I don't. And they need to though. Like, who are they, they yeah, they would next year? <laughs> they need to I give mean? them the quick Mike Clevenger offer, where Clevenger didn't expect to get that money, and he's like, "Yes, I'll take I, it." And I would be fine. It was a small sample size. I would be fine of giving Corey Lee another year, but he's not a major league hitter. Like, mm. he cannot be your starting oh, catcher. No. He would I need to be the hit water in the ocean quick. <laughs> he if fucking, you're gonna bring him back, no. he could not be the starter. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, even have him on the roster. But like, if they did, I wouldn't. Fault I now know why he was still like 25, 26 in AAA. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, real quick, although, Feds, do you think uh, Jamer stays on the Cubs? He's number 27 on this list. So, I wrote about uh, if the they Cubs, said two years, 15 million. Yeah. If the, I obviously, Matt Chapman is like seen as the better player. I would mm-hmm. hate if they gave a big contract to Chapman. And sure, it seems like this would be the cheap route. But out of those two, I'd much rather have Jamie Candelaria. I mean, 251, 336, 471 with the 119 OPS plus. That's... He did. And I think his, I, the, a lot of fans thought that that prediction was a little low, but he did have back problems at the end of the year. And as we know, once back problems pop up, they're, they're going to stick around. Yep. Uh, that so really I would go. You hit your wagon to the over a match happen? <laughs> well, no, that, it's or only two strikes. It's only but two years. We still have Nikki two strikes yeah. to fill in if he's injured. So. This is uh, I, I quick answer, a, quick answer to Willard in the comments. He said, do you think Houston signs Cody Bellinger in the offseason? I do not. No. no. I think uh, he hates I, I don't think he would sign with Houston. No. They you have their first remember. baseman. They got and you got to yeah. remember he was on that Dodgers team that got 
screwed you know, by the I the didn't realize how how like outwardly spoken he was. He hates the yeah, Astros. He, he, I don't think I think the Astros don't even have enough money to cure that hatred. Uh, number twenty nine on this list is the professor Kyle Hendricks. They have him at two years, twenty-five million, and the Fitz, the Cubs, the Cardinals, the Dodgers, and the Giants. Cubs. I think the Cubs just pick up his option. Yeah, I don't think they go on from there. Um, scrolling, scrolling. God, there's a lot of garbage on. There's a lot, a lot of, of dude. Have you noticed anything on the list, though? All pitchers. All pitchers. <laughs> all pitchers. <laughs> I'm all the way down to number thirty-six, and here's a familiar name for you, White Sox fans: Michael Conforto. He you fun, guys finally call. get him this year. Uh, the prediction <laughs> is he doesn't opt out because he's not going to get more than $18 million from anyone else. So <laughs> he stays where he's at in San Hey, man, Francisco. hand up. As a Cubs fan last offseason, I wanted Michael Conforto, too. I thought he was going to have a strong season. He did not. We got another uh, player from overseas here from Korea, Jung-Hoo Lee. Oh, Lee, great name. Uh, 25-year-old, lefty bat, plays the outfield. He's already signed with Boris. Uh, no contract prediction. And his best fits are the Giants, Guardians, Blue Jays, Tigers. Lots of Tigers. Was, I'm surprised. When was the last time the White Sox had a great player from Pacific Rim? I feel like Kosuke Fukudome is the last, like. No, play. homie from the second base. Uh, Tadahito. Well, Tadahito Gucci. Yeah, but like that was 05. Like yeah, after that, I, it was Kosuke still, Fukudome for half a season. Kosuke wasn't like, good, they, though. No, that's true. You're right. So after Tadahito, like they. I we never get any Tadahito. of those guys. I always have the, the 670 The Store song stuck in Tadahito Gucci. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that photo going down. Harrison Bader. Eesh. Hey, so masters. He plays uh, the game the right way. That's a that's a he plays and the game that's the list, But although I'm gonna count real quick. Hold on. We got. Are we counting Otani as a pitcher? Sure. Ah. Uh, well, no, he had the arm problem. He had the arm problem. Yeah, yeah. that's why. That's why his uh, prediction uh, has the incentives tied in. Because so otherwise, it would right. just be One, 500 million guaranteed. Two, three. Four. I think there's five, only like six, six position players. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Oh, well, maybe not as much as that. Thirteen, fourteen. Fifteen, sixteen. 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 23 out of 40 are pitchers. But none of them are like, yeah. Can I tell you who? If you do include Otani, it would be 24. Yep. So (laughs) there's a name on this list that for some reason to me just really feels like a White Sox signing that they're going to try to sell as like a big splash, but it's like, eh. And that's Jorge Soler. Oh, Ooh, bring him home. He would be. He uh, he's still great, guys. He yep. is still, he thirty-two still... million for a right fielder, though. Like I could... no, no, no. That's the thing. You only want him DH. <laughs> yeah, okay, you know what? Player. I would not be okay. I would be opposed. If they brought him as a DH he's... though, either because I still think they should trade Eloy. He's other yeah, Eloy. He's a second baseman. So yeah, if they he's, trade proven, Eloy. he's proven Eloy. He's, he's pr- yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was Eloy before Eloy was in the Cubs work too. Like, so you know, he, would, he would have to opt out 
to be clear here. He would have to opt out. Uh, he's currently making $15 million with the Marlins. I do love he hits the ball very, very hard. Yes, he does. Like violently hard. I saw him hit a baseball very, very far in New Orleans. Like over the over the obviously fence out of the stadium, there were these tents in New Orleans. It went onto the top of the tent. Like I was like bomb. Fids, I'd be interested on your opinion of this for Elon. This is an interesting thing I was looking at. And I don't know how much stock you put into launch angle, but like I was looking at it. So like his best year home run wise. He had like a 9-3, I think, was his launch angle. He had 31. And the following year, his next best season, like the, the COVID shortened year when he hit 14, it was down to like a 5-7-ish, which was like the next lowest. And then it kind of fluctuated. This year was back to a 5-7, so also low. But the home run output, and same with like hitting the ball hard, he didn't hit the ball as hard as he did in 2020. The home run output was down. Do you think launch angle factors anything into that? I thought that was interesting, though. It was like he had one of his best seasons with the same launch angle he had this year. But this year, it was by far his worst season as far as hitting the ball hard and home run output. Well, launch angle is not that. Like, it's not just hand, hand placement. You're talking about, you know, is his timing off? Is he seeing the ball well? So you've got all the different factors that go into what leads to his launch angle dropping so badly. He's not squaring a baseball up. So it it, it there's something wrong with probably multiple facets of it. And that's the, that's the issue. He's not, he's not, you know, when he's squaring the ball up, he's seeing the ball. Well, he's on time. He's, you know, he's right where he's got to be at, at all, you know, at all points it works. And then launch angle is going to be where it should be, which leads to success. But if you're off, if something's off and whatever cog it might be, and you know, that this is what these guys try to fix. It's going to throw everything else off too. So you'll see that big drop. So that's what you put the building block back in. It goes back to where it should be, but you got to fix what's broken first so it can. That's what I kind of chalked it up to as a timing issue. And I mean, all the hitting coaches didn't help, but I did find it interesting. It's like, well, he had his worst season with this lost angle, but he also had arguably his best season with the same one that was also low. So I was like, interesting caveat, but I digress. If if the White Sox sign Jorge Soler, I think he goes toe-to-toe with Luis Robert for most home runs on the team. It just feels like... With that right field. It just feels like a White Sox signing, and I don't know. It probably won't happen, but just seeing that name on the list, it just kind of jumped out at me at like... He hit 36 home runs this year. Last year, he only hit 13, but that was in 72 games. 27 home runs. I mean, I wouldn't mind him batting cleanup behind Luis Robert batting third. I think I think he is the yeah. single season home run leader for the Royals. He hit yeah. 48 in and he played for the Royals. So yeah. it's all oh, lining yeah, up. Now. It's all, it's all, all, all lining up now. Gets his uh, his man. Can you imagine that lineup? We got Soler and Perez. Woo! Man. Red and Tandy. Nicky Lopez Beautiful. for second. Beautiful. Takes oh it, my god! Right I didn't even him. take that into consideration. It's a done deal. What if he loves Pedro? What if he loves Pedro? Whit Merrifield well, in right field. He did work folks, with Pedro though. That was the thing now. when they were bringing him in. Ooh. He had a good relationship with Pedro. Go to Grand Scan yeah. now. Just oh. ask for a custom made Jorge, Jorge Soler White Sox Uh-oh. jersey. Get the old '83. <laughs> get a little silly because it's gonna happen. It's gonna yeah. happen. And don't forget where you heard it first. Clip that. We just got an article. Speaking idea. of which, uh, <laughs> Mitch Garver just choked with bases loaded. So Oof. he sounds like a yeah, white sock already. Like white sock already. Sign me up. <laughs> um, the other thing, though, that I definitely want to talk about before we kind of drift into the nonsense section of the show here is we're not there yet. The Padres are broke, motherfuckers. Yep. So 
A report came out that the Padres had to take out a $50 million loan to cover expenses that included player payroll. Did Elon Musk take over the Padres? Is this a... <laughs> Now, for those of you that don't know, the Padres have been shelling out some big money. Yep. Manny Machado, uh, Tatis got that big lifetime contract, uh, Juan Soto. So Xander Bogarts. Xander Bogarts. The Vultures, they are a swirling. I've seen Juan Soto photoshopped into almost every <laughs> fucking team's uniform today. But the Cubs make sense. And they have the farm system to pull it off. I I don't think that's far. Now, if someone was like, oh, I'm on the White Sox, that's never going to happen. Fuck off. But the Cubs, the Cubs make sense. The, See, my dog Juan... got upset when I said the White Sox. <laughs> oh, my. He's like, he's like, this show sucks. I'm out of here. The the Juan Soto trade stuff, that's been that's been out since, like, before, the season. Was before we all found September. out they were broke bitches. No, that was, yeah, it was at the end of September. I think it was Kevin Acey uh, in the San Diego Union Tribune wrote about it. And since then, he's like, yeah, no, heading into the offseason, San Diego's number one priority is to cut payroll by at least $50 million. Because they were like they're gonna finish this year at like two fifty three, they're like they want to get right below two hundred million dollars. Uh, the biggest name, the, the easiest way they can do that is to trade Juan Soto, who's gonna make at least thirty, thirty one, thirty two, maybe thirty three million dollars in arbitration. Yeah. And like, yeah, they're go- like, it's not a matter of like, oh, are they like they're gonna trade Juan Soto? It might, maybe they wait. I don't know why they would wait until the trade deadline, but maybe they do wait. But they're I gonna. Mean, he's not gonna finish. They gave, with, they gave uh, Manny Machado an eleven-year, three hundred and fifty million-dollar contract yeah. that included a forty-five million-dollar signing bonus. Now he's slated to make thirteen mil plus a four million-dollar signing bonus. So his payroll salary every year is seventeen million, just under oh. seven, just over seventeen million. Why can't the White Sox do that? <laughs> I'm just saying, like that's a that's a big chunk of change too. And people, please keep in mind the Padres fucking sucked this year. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, they were they were fucking bad. I mean, they, they ah! They're not that far out. They weren't that the, far out. The San Diego Padres are a great case study of they came how much hard do you the believe? How yep. much do you believe in luck in baseball? Yep. Because they had a horrific record in one run game. Um, and again, when, maybe oh, yeah, maybe they weren't good enough to blow out teams. But still. Pitching in non-safe situations might might. So, yeah, they got Hater. All right, they're gonna dump Hater's contract. They dump Juan Soto's contract. I think they have a couple pitchers who are gonna be free agents. Yeah, Snell, Snell, Waka, I think. But I'm dead serious, and this is coming from a White Sox guy. I have a weird feeling that. The Cubs will somehow land Pete Alonso and Juan Soto this offseason. Oh, I like it. So I think I think it's going to be Juan Soto, Cody Bellinger, and Cody Bellinger. I'm that okay makes sense. I mean, that's Would you rather cool. have Cody or Pete? Why not all three? Why not all three? <laughs> that's not the I would rather have. Oh, I would rather have uh, Bellinger just because of the versatility. Yep. Uh, okay, out of those three. Okay. Pick. So out of those three, which which two of the three you're taking? Same. Answer. I would rank. I would rank Juan Soto, Bellinger, Alonzo. Yeah. Baseball teams, they're just like us. 
but but to say that I would obviously be happy with any combination. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> any two out of those three. Yeah. Because like set, no but... matter what, no matter what, it works out. Juan Soto, DH, he can play a little outfield if you guys need rest, whatever. Cody Bellinger just... can play center field. He can play any outfield position, first base, yeah. DH sometimes. For... Pete Alonso obviously is the guy who's the most limited, but you get your like premier power bat first yeah. base DH. So mm-hmm. So for, again, this is the outsider looking in right now. I just feel like this is the offseason that it should or get off the pot for the Cubs. You have the farm system. Yeah. Yep. You have the money. You have a good base in Dansby Swanson, Pierre Armstrong. Like, you have horses. Now, if you're going to follow, like, the Texas blueprint, this is the year you fucking add. Yep. And I think, uh, talking about PCA, I think that's the other reason why I, I lean more towards Cody Bellinger because he gives you that that fallback of like you don't force PCA arm or uh, arm Armstrong and say like all right opening day you're a starting center fielder get it done right away we're we're trying to win a championship this year you're our center fielder you can ease him in and then don't have Cody Bellinger be have that mentor he's gonna have a mentor that does that so well too it's not even it's 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 an actual passing of the the wisdom. And, and what it takes to be a, a an elite center fielder in Major League Baseball. Cody Bellinger is keenly aware. Who, what better person like to follow behind? It's like, it's, I mean, if you want to oh, go like, on the uh, football, the football kind of thing, it's like, you know, Rogers behind cool. Barb and whatever, learning how it, you have excellence in front of you, you're going to get better. So that's what makes Bellinger even more valuable is there's also that. There's a timeout here. Timeout, timeout. You guys don't think Pete Armstrong is your opening day center fielder? Not if they sign Cody Cody Bellinger. Yeah, no, not yet. Why not bring Cody to first base, though? You need a first baseman. Well, because, okay. We have a lot. That's serious. I just assumed he was your day one center fielder. So the only thing with that is that he still is young. He didn't spend a lot of time in AAA. So maybe, but I don't know. But I will say, I think the most realistic path here, as much as I would want Juan Soto, and Juan Soto should be the number one target, I think would be signing Cody Bellinger, and then you trade for Pete Alonso because then you don't have the pressure to extend Pete Alonso right away because he, he is only under contract for 2024. You get Pete Alonso for first base. You have Bellinger in center field. And then once you think that PCA is ready, and then hopefully that's quickly or whatever, takes one year, whatever. And then you move Cody Bellinger to first base. And then you have Pete Armstrong in center field. And then you have... And then you, if, yeah, he can be your DH, or if you can't extend him, you still have the backup. Of Pete Alonso's hitting 50 home runs on the North side. Oh, yes. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it is what it is. Like, <laughs> Pete Alonso, whatever Vegas comes out as his home run total, um, yeah. I'm hammering. Imagine him and, like, in the, those other, uh, like, in playing those games in Cincinnati. Like just ripping the five home runs every series. Yeah. yeah. And also everyone keep in mind the reason why we're kind of focusing on that this episode, because as soon as that last out happens in the World Series, which could very possibly be soon here, in five days after 
the end of the World Series, it's time to play, pick up players' options and see who's going to be free. Tim Anderson might be a fucking free agent in five days. TikTok, TikTok. You know what I mean? oh, yeah, like, it's picking up options. It's extending qualifying offers. Yep. Um, I also think you get with that. Uh, you get like exclusive negotiating rights if you guys if you do extend a qualifying offer. So yeah, it's gonna it. be, it's gonna pick up fast next week. What do you guys think the first big domino to drop like this offseason? Like, what do you think is like the big, the first one where, where it's like, oh, here it we go? It might very well be that the White Sox don't pick up Tim Anderson's option. They're gonna pick it up though. I, but that, I am very what did we what did we start out by saying though, Mitch? Like this might You're be good. guts trying to throw it on the table and let people know like he's not fucking around. I no, I know what you're saying. Culture change. If I had to put <laughs> if I, I would bet a, a significant amount of money, Dave. I Ooh. and I I completely understand I, that. And I'm gonna let you get away with this without actually making that wager with me because I know you don't have air conditioning still. But it's fine. Now it's cold over here, so we're chilling. That's just why I, can't put on the I just it, it's in the back of my head. And it probably is not going to happen. I, I will openly admit that. But I just wouldn't be that surprised, though, if Getz is just like, no, fuck it, bye. I think the first big domino is either – well, no, I'll say it's the, it's a Juan Soto trade. Because from that is the – besides Otani, that's like the big – you know, kind of Like a market center. Market. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of leading up to that, too, that – Five days before it can all go down, this news story breaks that the Padres are broke. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, I don't know. Bye. Oh, and Gats and them were saying they want to be better defensively. But, okay, who's the next, unless they sign someone at short, which we just went through that list. There's not a whole lot of shortstops. You know who's going to be your starting shortstop. Cole in Montgomery like, as good as he's looking as far as no, he needs a mentor. Legend. He needs a mentor. <laughs> but his defense is not Elvis yet. Andrews is coming back. Oh, he's a hunk of hunk of burning love. Elvis Andrews is Wait. just starting short Put some back. respect on Arizona Fall League legend Colson Montgomery. Yeah, absolutely. But like his defense, even at triple A, like it still needs a lot of work. So if you're gonna oh, go with the, the I don't want him. route. They will trot no. out TA for one more loss season where they're not going to be contending anyway. I think. I, you know, I, I think they're. I think they're I don't want Colson Montgomery up in the big leagues. He's like not the first three months. <laughs> yeah, it's just he's not ready. You could see him after the All Star break. September call up. Yeah, that's fine. fine. Let that, him figure his shit out a little bit. Yeah. I mean, we know he, he can hit. Yeah, we also know he can hit. Break. He's gonna be tired because fall league is. No, but he didn't start. His season didn't start till June. This yeah, year. he missed yeah, like he three right. months. So this is him making up for lost time. That's true, but I mean, he had to rehab a little bit too, which is he's a, like taking the Jake like Berger route into itself. Yeah, he needs a little no. time. Like, that, give him, give him a later start. That's yeah, that's the thing. You know, that's you know, the, yeah, you get the late start. He can ease into the role again after yeah. letting his body rest a little bit, and you know, well, I'll ask, I'll ask you guys. This, that, you know, do you guys think? the White Sox sign anyone to longer than a three-year contract in free agency. No. Uh, Jorge Soler is going to want his big bag. Yeah, I mean, he's 32, <laughs> though. Uh, he's not wrong. No, Let the man live. It's his birthday, dude. But yeah, you're not wrong. To Baloney's point, though, the TA did say he'd be willing to move to second base. Like, that has been something that's been floated around by him. And the I think he said that to let too. people know, like, yo, if I don't get picked up, 
you can pay me to play second base. Like contending teams. If you That's before he had like top. 500 OPS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he's just trying to open up the. Uh, I don't disagree, uh, but I do still think he'll be back. Willard, I, I'm picking up that you're a, an Astros fan, but I don't think that they're making a big trade this offseason. I think the Astros feel pretty good with the in-house talent they have. Jose's going to have a big year next year. He had a great year for them. Well, in the postseason. Year. He was good yeah. in the postseason. He was arguably one of the best hitters this like. Oh, Texas is pouring it on now. They're getting a seawall. Two oh. singles to start the ninth. Oh, Vegas. Come on now. Come on, yeah. What do you need for the over? Every, what was the over uh, today? 100 or more runs. I got you, Zoe. They're they're not getting the over. There's no chance. (laughs) It's all right. I live bet the under a couple innings ago. (laughs) But I hope uh, you don't lose both. What was the live under? (laughs) The live under when I got it was down to like six and a half. Oh, you'll be fine. fine. The range is just good. (laughs) Oh, no. As soon as fucking Guillen went like the first three innings by throwing like 12 pitches, I was like, yes. Oh, that was a bold strategy. Alec Thomas just south side Mount Carmel. Oh, no, that was Corbin oh! Carroll. Huge error. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, no. That so will hard. do yeah. it. Start the clock. Start the clock. Five days from today, boys. Five days. Five days. This is the boot on the ant. That was, that is a brutal play. Oh. Corbin Carroll? Yeah. No, that's Alec uh, Thomas. That's the Southside kid. Alec Carroll. Oh, oh, that's, that's Mount Carmel. Yes. Right. right. Oof. He would have went to St. Rita. He would have picked that Just, up. But anyways. Oof. You can take oh, the kid away from the South Side, but you can't oh, take away. That is a, you got to feel bad for the kid. You do. You do. He's that really sucks. He had a kind of like a mini breakout this postseason. Yeah, he was yeah, better yeah. the postseason than it was the regular yeah. season. Yeah, wow. but I guarantee you Philly fans are going to eat his fucking lunch. What did I tell you guys last week before the game started? Him doing the flag thing. Yep. A little little bit too early. Philly fans are going to eat his fucking lunch on Twitter right now because of that. Oh, they keep showing. They're doing that thing where they keep showing the camera on him just looking all sad. That's classic. Fucking people are human. They make mistakes. It's fine. Yeah. It's it's not uh, fine. That dude's going to wear that shit. Oh yeah, that that's it's not Billy Buckner level, but no, you know, they were down three one. No, like, that's yeah. not even close. You got to score. You got to score one to win one. Let's yeah, you get shut yeah. out. They, yeah, they're already losing one nothing. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, no, no, that's that will be a that's fair. You got to, yeah, he's gonna practice but, that shit. He's gonna yeah, work yeah, on he's, the probably too much because he's in his head, but he's fine. That's not that's I'm trying to make a play one of the well, that was the talk this offseason. There's like, yeah. oh, this, uh, the Sox. Diamondbacks are loaded with outfielders. They Camera right back at him. Oh, they're just going back over the replay, too. I don't know what they're saying. Uh, Jeez, Bruce Pete. Bochy likes it. This is How about Bruce, Bruce Bochy? He's about to be a four-time World Series yeah. ring manager. With three different teams. No, Age just, or... is just a number. Oh, no, he, won two, he won with the Giants, so one with the Rangers, the and then he won one with the... Back and to the left. I think oh. this is just the Giants. Giants. He won three times with okay. the Rangers. Oh. Or the Giants. Giants, yeah. Okay. He was with the Padres before the Giants, right? He went to the World Series with the Padres, I think. Yeah, okay, there you go. All right. 
So he has so to be glad. up there now. So glad they went. So glad manager. they went Tony LaRusso over him. Such a good call. <laughs> Well, he should have been better friends with the owner. It's his. Yeah, I mean, come on now. I mean, he looks like coherent too in the dugout. Like, that's like, yeah, I mean, he no, was he's still he's... managing like a couple of years. Oh, like, he's yeah. he's turning on cocoa leaves. Um, yeah. that's right. But what? Like, I I kind of hope the Diamondbacks oh, make a little bit of a comeback here. Well, what did you bet more on, the live under or the over? I think they score one in the bottom of the ninth, at least. Okay. I think they score one. Can you bet like they'll score at least one run? I think they will. Yeah, you can. I'm pretty sure you can. There you go. I mean, you just got to go with... Uh... Uh, third manager to take three different teams to the World Series. That's the graphic Fox just showed. Won 14 of 15 of his last postseason series. Mm-hmm. Do you guys want to know what the loss Ooh. was? Cubs. To the no. Cubs. Do you know? Yeah, and, do you know? Yeah, and that ended his Giants career, wasn't it? The end of the... No, he still went out of fears. Uh... Right. The funny thing about that 2016 series, Cubs Giants, and I, know we, I I talk about it when we talk oh, about shit. bullpens and managers. Oh, it does that error doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, no. Thank God the White Sox don't have Marcus Simeon. Vegas, I would, hate, I would hate guys hitting two run homers in the top of the ninth. Oh, oh, he just ow, he let him. Yeah. Vegas. So 2016 NLDS Cubs Giants oh, game shit, three. <laughs> what do you want? No, no. game what four. Matt Moore pitches eight innings, gives up only one run to the Cubs. The Giants have a five to one lead. That entire year, the Giants led Major League Baseball in blown saves. I think they didn't have; they just went bullpen by committee. They didn't have a closer. Bochi takes out Moore in the ninth inning. They use five different relievers. They blow the game. They lose the series. And you would think Bruce Bochi is a good manager. He won three World Series. Everyone in San Francisco hated. Him. They're like, what are you doing, man? And why? Why? Because he didn't have a good bullpen. It's, that's what uh, happens. You kind of have to have good relievers to win games. Oh, boy. I'm just scrolling, doom scrolling through Twitter right now for to see how many White Sox fans are doing the say the line that aren't you going to oh. like, get Seager and Simeon. I mean, I was going to do it. I was going to be like, uh, one last time, everybody. I had to take, I had to take the screenshot when they put up those two and just those guys stats to be fair to that poor bastard. Like I got the point he was trying to make, like, it's kind of like what the San Diego is going through now. But then he doubled that down on it. Yeah, that's the net. That's he, where he doubled he down on it this week where he's like, even if the White Sox were to sign them, this organization's terrible and would have ruined them. Yeah. Eh, now, uh, you're just playing okay. now, that's, then, yeah. <laughs> now you're playing what fantasy. What was his original world. point? That they, he, Aren't you glad the White Sox didn't overpay two guys? They had a, like a rough start because they, like, they Sebian had a bad year with. last year. Yeah, and... yeah, that was it. <laughs> that was it, man. Yeah, no, I, I, I would still, I would still. Uh, logical. Yeah. I would still dunk strong. on it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy, yeah, my over under mush is looking very troublesome. Uh, that right would now. be like, I mean, we again, are in he's... no man's land right now. I mean, Corey Seager's <laughs> getting to that point, and Marcus Stroman or Marcus Simeon has had, you know, a couple great years. But imagine being like, I can't believe the White Sox overpaid for Bryce Harper and Manny Machado if they had like bad years their first year. Yeah. <laughs> a 10 year deal. Yeah. Right. Like, I cannot believe they overpaid for these losers. Willard, what are we, Willard, I appreciate you listening, but what the hell are we talking about here? What do you think the goal coming into the season was? It's to win a World Series. What do you mean, don't mean shit? Who cares if they have a letdown next year? Oh, there the it is. Someone, the somebody somebody just retweeted the original tweet into my feed. Got that. 
Here's the here's the original tweet. The Rangers spent $556 million on Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon yep. and John Gray. Me. Is that what you guys want? Yeah. I retreated that one too. That was yes. that's a good one. I retreated that one. That was coming. Which yep. is which is great because John Gray like saved them in uh in game three this year. Yeah, he had a huge as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. Inconvenient. Yeah, I'm, I was trying not to say his name, but sorry. May nineteenth, twenty twenty two. Yep. Hey, you know what? I have to say though, he hasn't de- deleted it. Nope, he's wearing it. He's still he's still wearing it. Yep. Let's see his he's response. He's down. He's oh. I mean, he pr- he probably has it on mute, but he hasn't deleted. It. <laughs> he's gonna come back to it though because he knows about it. So I'd be. Actually, he should wait yeah, until the end of the contracts and be like, "See, yeah, they only won one time." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They only won one World Series. They only won World World Series. You want to pay half a billion dollars for that? Yeah. If I'm a White Sox fan right now, I would pay a billion (laughs) dollars for a World Series. Or just like a contending team. Yeah. 2022 Uh, was so much fun. I also realized this is a weird galvanizing thing for White Sox Twitter to dunk on because of how crap the organization makes us all feel. Oh, well. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I... Uh, the double downing on it was not the move there. Quick, uh, quick, quick question. We we alluded, we talked cool. about it a little earlier. Don't think yeah. about the return. Don't think about the return right now. But if I were to tell you, first big move that Chris Getz does is trade Eloy Jimenez. How would you feel? Depends on the return. I mean, you no, can't don't think about that. the return. It's it's you him can't say that like return. No, no, it's him saying. All right, just say it's you're no, okay, okay with forget the return. The return. Forget you're the return. okay with the return. Like, I'll go with your premise here. Forget the return. I would be fine with it. I know I'm not saying I want them to trade necessarily, but like they do need to shake up. I, I know we're gonna say it again. The culture in that locker room. <laughs> oh. He's he's one of the four that was listed in that report from Jesse Rogers. The work ethic thing doesn't surprise me. And quite frankly, if you're bringing up a lot of these young prospects, is that really the example you want to be setting? And also, we're paying him to hit home runs. He hasn't had any damn home runs anymore. Like, after his rookie year, we haven't had, outside of rookie year in 2020, sure, the average has been there, but, like, come on, man. You're playing in a hitter-friendly ballpark. You're constantly hurt. Like, we've run its course. We tried the experiment. It's time for a change of scenery. And there's no doubt in my mind, I think, like, if they did trade him, he would be successful elsewhere. But it's yeah. time for a change of scenery. Got to shake things up. Would not. All right, be. yeah. I, I, I'm i along that line of thought. I wouldn't be mad. I think it would be a positive sign because I don't think you want to fall into the trap of keep thinking like, yeah, they are a sleeping giant. They'll turn it around. It's like, yeah. we'll just keep that was guys. Last year. Yeah. They, yeah. Everyone like, yeah we'll just keep strategy. it around. Like, guys, yeah. we're going to get them all healthy now. Yeah. Like, I don't think you want to fall. It's like the person again into that relationship. Trap. No, they're going to change. They're changing. <laughs> they're not changing, sweetie. <laughs> it's not happening. Not going not gonna to work here yeah, on Monday. Not anyway. gonna, not gonna work so uh yeah i don't know i just want to stay here now till the end of the world series the other thing i want to bring up though watch the celebration it's a celebration bitches i do kind of hate that you're on the road because those celebrations i hate that too i hate it i hate it i hate it Um, you should watch the celebrations because then next year when you're like ready to go you're like remember how that felt last year because i hate that feeling and you're like you make it so, want watch more a little bit, right? Let's take uh, let's take bets now. Who is going to be the Diamondbacks player that stays in the dugout to watch the other team celebrate? 
And then they talk oh. about that, like, oh, Alec he didn't leave the field. I think it's Alec Thomas. Him and Corbin Carroll. I was going to say Corbin yeah, Carroll. Carroll just yeah, I was thinking Carroll. Guy. It's going to be one of those, like, iconic images. Here. I know. Those two, like, Evan Longoria, he's an older player. Yeah. May not get another chance. No, last season. Evan's gone. Evan's just getting in the fucking car and being like, right, okay, I'm well, out. there you go. I think it's going to be Longoria. Can I say this, though, after this is over? I don't think the Diamondbacks are going to sniff a World Series for a long time now. No, this feels really? like one of those. I, this yeah, feels like not. one of those fluke runs. Yep. Yeah, I feel a lot of good young players though. Yeah, You're feel, forgetting guys. You're forgetting guys. I don't think they're going to sniff a World Series. Sorry. They, they still they, play in the Dodgers division. They're they're the Dodgers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. they're, they're not. They're, they're I so, think they can be competitive, but I agree with you, Fids. I just like everything kind of lined up for them this year. It, yeah, I I agree with you. The only, the only again, I, I know it, it was a great story. They weren't one. a good. They were not a good team. They were not a fucking. <laughs> they were not a good team. Oh, look, they got seven wins because the Cubs. Those seven wins got them in because the Cubs just <laughs> couldn't beat them. It's just, they were not a good fuck. team. I really hate that a roll of Chapman's getting another fucking ring. No, I know. I didn't like it the first time with Chicago, so you know now that it happened. I do have to say, as uh, uncomfortable of a situation it was having to cheer during that time, I do think everyone got the best of both worlds because he did blow that game. He did not get that final out, so like it wasn't those, all the pictures weren't like oh yeah, Monty, on the mound. I agree, Monty. Yeah. There's a ground in here, Monty. Unfortunately, yeah. there was another guy in all the World Series photos uh, oh, yeah. celebrating. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, know I, I know a guy. Ladies and gentlemen, we're down to our last out in the uh, 2023 MLB season. Who's the slow-mo and, out? Who gets the slow-mo out? What do you guys think? Dribbler, fly out, strike out? Poetically, it's got to be Corey Seager. So it's gonna, I think it's, it's got to be, be a ground ball to Seager. Pop out. Pop out. Dude, oh, those chap. I mean, sorry, Garcia's fucking jacked. Dude. Holy jeez, oh pee. Did they? They should. I was gonna do the. I was gonna do the meme, but like I didn't. Patient. I, I wish they would have done the hang his jersey. The oh yeah, like he's dead. <laughs> you know what they should do as a joke next, like in spring training, hang his street clothes. The, the, the that he wore going to the hospital. Baloney's calling pop uh, strikeout. Baloney's calling strikeout. I think pop. I'm I'm gonna go ground ball to. Uh, what do you got, Mitch? I'll go I'll go fly out. Yeah. Fly out to whom? We'll go uh, right uh, field. Fly out. Fly out to right field. I'll go strike out go. as well. We got strike out. You can't even name the right fielder is one of the reasons why this is the least. Is it Janikowski? Series. I feel like it's gonna be a changeup. Pop up. Oh, it's. I got one ball, two strikes. This oh, here we go. This boys guy or stores or whatever the hell his name is with the terrible facial hair. He is, he is <laughs> dropping some hooks right now. Yeah, that's a bold look. Oh, here they go. Hey, hey me and Blue. Yeah, all oh, ring him up. Blue. Ring him up. Oh, froze him. A shutout. That was, that was a strike. A shutout. Am I behind? Did they already strike him out? That was a yeah. Game. It's over. Oh, congratulations! I'm a pitch behind them. Yeah, yeah mine, mine says uh, 2 2. There it is. There looking. it is. Yeah, yeah. That's, go down looking. Uh, that happened in the eighth yeah. inning, though, too. They had the guy at first base. The guy. Oh, the the no, let's go. Dude. Dogpiling is the best thing ever. Dude, Adolis is Jack. Dog- yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, Mitch, that's why all, all of Houston is being like, they should test Adolis Garcia for steroids. <laughs> 
Pile, 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 pile. Oh, Houston dude, fans are the come worst. On. Houston fans are the worst. Hey, Brewers. Someone else has a title and you don't. Take that, Brewers. Ha! First and only fans are now a full damn calendar. That's a lot of work. Damn. Mitch, everybody just wants you to drop down, dude. Snakes yeah. Alive. Just to help Mitch. We'll Snakes see. Alive. That's the name of, <laughs> that's the name of your OnlyFans page. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> you get to title, do you get to title your page? I don't know. I think you, you like, could. Get a title for your page? Not that I would know. Rangers couldn't have done it without Sammy Sosa. Nope. Snakes Alive. I kind of like that. You know what? All right, hold on, hold on. Show the D-backs <laughs> dugout. Oh, I don't know who that guy oh, is. So that's, oh, that's Marte. Well, he's, not, he's not dejected. He's just drinking water. Where's no, the Marte there we go. was looking a little dejected. Yeah, that was. The, what's what's the saddest one that we'll see though? Let's see. By uh, the way, I'm sure you guys have seen. Uh, how about oh, no, his postseason record? Reactions. The like Ooh. consecutive hits to start uh, your playoff career. Yo, yo. Ah. Or games. Game? Oh, look at Marcus Simeon. Oh, it hurt. He in the nuts. Somebody frame that and tweet that out. Is this what you want? Dane Dunning, World Series champion. Oh, congratulations Ooh. to Dane Dunning, World Series champion. Rick Hahn finally, finally drafted a champion. The Rangers won yeah, the trade. Him. Scooped him a little bit. Scooped him. Who else? Marcus Simeon, former White Sox. carried me out there like the Pharaoh. Oh. You know what the real travesty in this whole thing was? Seb got robbed of a ring. I mean, that's no, he's like, oh, that's right. Does he get a national league? Do they give out pennant <laughs> rings? <laughs> Who the fuck knows? I love this shit. I don't give a I shit. Think they actually do. If it's not a team that I hate, I love watching teams celebrate. Like the slow motion. Oh, give me dang. this shit all day long. Like ever in- since I was a kid, I always asked my parents to like let me stay up for uh Series of exciting games just because I want to see the celebration. If Did the you Cardinals see in the playoffs, I'm happy to just watch the in, as long as it's not the Cardinals. I liked it. I just tweeted out, I thought this was a fun World Series. This was a lot of good baseball was played and chops. those chops. Sweet. Yeah. And no, good I for agree. the Rangers, man. First There's three, no one yeah. on the Rangers besides Chapman that I actively don't like. Exactly. Look at Corey Seager, though. Dude, World Baseball Classic, World Champ. Yeah. Did you see the the uh, Diamondbacks first base coach? It's a dead oh. ringer for Larry David. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> Every time he waves someone around, I, I had a double take the first time I saw him in Game One. I was like, "What the?" That's just man. The Rangers built that team the right way, dude. Good rookies that came up through their system, went out and spent money on the big free agents, made a good deadline deal or two. We're all forgetting. Not they they signed Jacob Degrom got hurt they're like all right fine does Degrom get a ring he gets a ring well yeah of course. <laughs> yeah yeah they they're like all right fuck let's go get some more pitching they trade for Jordan Montgomery they trade oh. for Max Scherzer before that I think they made the first big move trading for Chapman yeah that was yep. early I think that was May yeah yep. um, See, and this is the thing they're aggressive deals can be made in May. And people that say that you wait till the trade death, no, you go, you get. No, you go if you know what you're doing, you go and get it. Yep. Yep. Period. I think he, that was that. wasn't he with the Royals? I think he was the uh, Royals yeah. pitcher of the month in yeah. April because mm-hmm. I was at some dog shit game against the Athletics. They're giving him a little plaque. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, welcome. Uh, yeah, yeah. They had the cake of a lefty. Uh, before before this this Texas Rangers team, who, like Texas Rangers, who's the first player you think of? Adrian Beltre. Nolan Ryan. Pudge. 
Yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna go Pudge. Forever Pudge. But Nolan Ryan. Ryan. I'm showing my age. Nolan Ryan too, but Pudge was. Adrian Beltre, though, yeah, that's another guy who's you know stuck close with the organization. Adrian Beltre, he'll probably Beltre get a, probably a, get a very, ring of some sort. He is a very underappreciated baseball oh. player. He had a hell of a career. The fact yeah. that he played third base all those years and he never wore a cup was like kind of crazy to me. And stupid. <laughs> like, yeah, that's insane. So was like, there, I, I think one terrified. year he did get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> but, I remember reading that and I was like, what the fuck? His, I just, his shit crept up on you. You're like, wait, he was that good. He was almost taken for granted his whole career. And then when he got towards the end, you're like, well, go, gee, what? And he, he also was he was also a guy who really played, was that who played a big chunk of his career in some not hitter friendly ballparks. He was yeah. in Seattle, the mm-hmm. Dodgers, and then right. old Texas. Old oh. Texas. Oh, I, I feel. I think with the well, the hot air, I think Texas was always a good good hitters park. Josh Hamilton, that's oh, a good that's one. Good Josh yeah. Hamilton. Yeah. One of my Josh Hamilton. Josh Hamilton was probably one of the like most fun home run derbies when he was hitting the fucking scoreboard at Yankee Stadium. Oh, well, wasn't it that I year? I have a story. That one. <laughs> well, wasn't it that year or around that time well, during that home run derby when they went to the World Series and they blew it? Like he would have been, yeah, like at the very top of the world. Was that and the game six year? I, I think Cardinals? it might have been, yeah, with yeah. Uh, Nelson Cruz not catching that ball. Yep. I remember watching that live, and everyone was like, obviously, you know, oh, what a great hit. But I'm like, Nelson Cruz should have caught that ball. <laughs> oh, man. I tweeted Dan Dunning, and now I'm getting fucking torn. Oh, you. Uh, Dude, That's why you e. gotta get the check mark and you can edit your tweets. We got the E. Uh, oh, well. <laughs> oh well. I could have said something else stupid like, do you want Corey Seeger and Marcus Simeon? Oh, yeah, oh, that's true. There have been worse takes. There has been worse guilty takes. Guilty as charged. Mm-hmm. Standing by the Salvi take, but guilty as charged. <laughs> but Good job. Too numerous. Too I think I'm happy for the Rangers mainly because I really like how they built this team. Yep. It, it was a, a hell of a job by the front office. And yeah. I, just, I think it was a good. Like consistent baseball. What, I was going to say, yeah, whatever narrative you want to build, like the, I know that like, oh, they only won 90 games, but like they were in first place almost the whole year. They did, you know, yep. they only settled into a wild card at the end. But like you said, they spent the money in free agency they developed and drafted good players, brought them up, played them in the playoffs because, you know, they only won the 90 games. They were still seen somewhat of an underdog against mm-hmm. Houston. Yeah. They won that. And then, you know, they took care mm-hmm. of business against an inferior team. I will say, Likeable guys guy, on the team. As a heck, I am very disappointed with these World Series champ hats. The championship hats have been getting worse and worse across like <laughs> I mean, all of these. These are brutal. Too. They're black like, with gold oh. tint and like Is it is it because of Nike? Is Nike ruining no, it's a new era hat? It's a new, it's new era, era hat. I remember when the Cubs won. Like when the Cubs won, I thought those World Series hats were actually pretty sharp. But like that's like the last like really uh Garcia guys, I think we're seeing a pattern here. The Cubs just, need to go back to the World Series. Garcia just bench pressed Corey Seager. I don't think he's that hurt. <laughs> You know, they won. These guys, Is this, all that no. shit goes under the table now at this point. They're going to go get really drunk in the clubhouse now. How many rings does Max Scherzer have now? Oh, two? Two. Two. One with Washington. Yeah. 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 Good for him. Should have had one with Detroit for being. He should just retire. In all honesty, I think it's time for him to 
I think he should be done. But I mean, I think I think his I think his option next year is like forty three million. Yeah, I don't know about that. He's he's <laughs> making a bad bad mustache. Oh, it is a not yeah. like I get what you're saying, though, but still, that's forty three. That's caterpillar shit right there, Nathaniel. Sarah Spain agrees with me. She's that's making fun of the hats and the, oh, the t-shirt. We should ask Bob Nightingale if they're in their street clothes currently. Oh, the the t-shirts have the massive fanatics logo. Fanatics is fanatics ass. I like they've ruined the NHL jerseys too. Um, Bills jersey, they haven't won since I bought it. Wait, I'm confused. What didn't Nike take over MLB? No, no, Uh, the the uniforms. Oh, but not like what all the apparels all through. I think the the official on the the official on the field hat is still there. Get a purchase. It's still a new era. They still own the rights to the they're the their tag is still the official it's a trademark on right, the right, right. on the field hat. And then apparently Fanatics owns the the championship t shirts because they're interviewing all these guys right now. They're terrible t shirts. I'm just thinking yeah, I'm those thinking t-shirts of the t-shirts the hats aren't awful. The hats my, are brutal. My, too much so going my championship on. gold knights t shirt that I got when they won that night, like down there, was yeah. shit like this. Like it was it it was just yeah these are shit by the yeah, way uh via sensitive property hey there's a vegas guy hey ooh. uh the cubs uh-huh. beat the rangers two out of three this season so who's the real champion <laughs> I, I just, now i'm actually like super stoked i'm just saying wait who... i think the Sox won a series against them too there's that controversial play at the plate um, all right we need a round robin between the uh yeah. cubs white Sox, and rangers to, to determine the real champion here there you go so I forgot UCF, my time. UCF shit. Yeah. Make it so. But the big thing here for non Texas Rangers fans is the clock has now started, folks. The clock has now started. Well, I, by the time we record next week, we're yeah. going to have some of the decisions. The, the, the options are going to be content, in or out. Content. Content. I might have to log in from the uh, from the car in the middle of mid Missouri or wherever the hell they. Yeah, are. you better <laughs> next get week. all over that Tim Anderson option not picked up. Make sure He's you get play the second baseman for the Rockies. <laughs> they gotta they gotta pick it up though. So I'm not. Tim kidding. Anderson, new starting second baseman for the Colorado Rockies. Oh boy. He would look awful in those purple uniforms. Oh, I'd be so bad on so many different levels. Oh, okay, what would be the weirdest? Would that be the weirdest fit? All right, hold on. Time out. We are currently doing the commercial for like the Texas Rangers. There. Okay, the hat camp. they just showed in the, the commercial gear. is a lot worse than the ones that were on the field. Did you well, see everything, that? Everything, everything they just showed in that commercial was fucking trash. I would be pissed right now if I was a Rangers fan. Well, well they saw the ratings. They're the like, yeah, but yeah. They saw the ratings this year, like, ah, oh, we can mail it in with the designs this year. No one's buying this anyway. Are people still making fun of me for my Dan Dunning tweet? Let's see. Am, oh, I nope. don't know. I'll throw you a sympathy like. That's all right. <laughs> my fellow non-good speller, my sock summer just threw it a like, so I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, I think now is a very good time for Oh, here we go. Uh... And then I didn't add any new pictures this week, but it's time, ladies and gentlemen, for the NASCAR Minute with NASCAR.
Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are just five days away from the NASCAR championship. But before we could get there, we were in a round of eight, final round of the round of eight. It was in Martinsville. Now, this time last year, you might remember that viral clip of the guy riding the wall to get in on Martinsville, Ross Chastain, the Hail Melon move. So it's a big cutoff race uh, that's going to decide a lot. So between our eight drivers, we had some big names that were in trouble. Martin Truex Jr., the regular season champ. He huh? started on the pole, but he needed a good day to get in. <laughs> Hamlin he had... started on the pole. <laughs> he did start on the pole. That's um, just how it ends. Sorry. He started on the pole. It's a good, good, good start for him. He's starting in front of the field. Oh, Denny Hamlin, another guy. He was in trouble. He was having the, really the favorite all postseason, but he was now below the cut line because he had an issue in the last race in Homestead. So he needed a good day. So race starts, and Hamlin quickly moves Truex out of the way. He'll take the lead. He wins stage one, gets some much-needed stage points. During all this, though, my boy Willie B, the guy I met at Hooters, he had a huge point cushion. It looked like he was going to get in the championship four, but he completely missed the setup during qualifying. He qualified 19th, didn't move up many spots in that first stage, so he was below the cut line. So now if Hamlin wins, he's automatically in. Willie B, who had a plus 32 cushion heading into this race, he was going to be in trouble. So it's kind of a dogfight here. Meanwhile, Ryan Blaney, Penske material, oh. he's in the number 12 car. He looked oh. like he was safe, but still a little dicey. He was only plus 12. Second stage start. They're lining up. Joey Logano. There's some punk-ass 19-year-old Ty Gibbs. Joey's like, get out of my way. He dumps him, causes a huge wreck. My guy Daniel Suarez gets caught in and up in it. But Denny Hamlin, who's in the lead, now has to defend off another restart. During that next restart, here comes Ryan Blaney on the charge. He dives low, gives a little bump and run. He'll take the lead. Now Ryan Blaney, if he wins, he's automatically in. William Byron needs Blaney to win because he was down plus uh he was only he was below the cut line. But if Byron wins, he'll get in, uh, or Blaney wins, he'll get in as well. Hamlin's trying to run him down. Stage three starts now. Out of nowhere, Eric Amarola, who hasn't done anything all year. He's sponsored by Smithfield. He's retiring at the end of the season as well. He's been horrible. Somehow he finds his way to the lead. So he's in the lead. Bad, kind of a slow pit stop for uh, our boy Ryan Blaney. So Blaney's trying to charge back through the field. He'll make the pass. He'll pass Chase Elliott for second. Then he makes a move past Eric Amarola. He's in the lead. Hamlin desperately trying to run him down that final stage. He gets all the way up to second, but could okay. not close the gap. Ryan Blaney wins the race. He locks his spot into the championship four. And William Byron, who was having a miserable day back of the field, his helmet, they have like a, a cooling hose, like kind of attached to the helmet. It broke. So it's basically like a hair dryer just blowing like hot air into his helmet all day. And at Martinsville, it was like 81 degrees. So at the end of the race, he almost passed out in the car. His vision was getting blurry, he was saying, because it, it was so damn hot in there. And so, like, he got out of the car, and they're like, dude, like, you have to finish. And he's like, oh, I know. But, like, he was saying it was, like, the closest he'd ever come to, like, just pulling in and stopping. He got out of the car. They were, like, dumping water bottles on him. But he gets it. So your championship four, Kyle Larson, Christopher Bell, William Byron, and Ryan Blaney laying it all on the line for Phoenix next week. That's your NASCAR Minute. Oh, actually, you know what? If you want a little bonus, uh, eh, we won't get into the Xfinity series. There's a lot of drama whoa, whoa, in the Xfinity whoa. series. I started whoa. drinking at 6 a.m. And we're here now. I don't know what time it is, but I'm rolling deep. And those cars are going real fast and real left, son. They're going fast and left. Fuck yeah. <laughs> 
quick things of housekeeping. This is just kind of funny. So, like, in the Xfinity race, they were also racing for the championship. And there were two teammates that both needed to win to get in. And so, like, the one guy wrecked the other guy. And, like, they, he's leaving the team after this year. So, like, him and the boss, Richard Childress, were all pissed afterwards. Like, his teammate was like, fuck that guy. Like, I'm glad he's leaving next year. Oh, and then really? Richard Agreed. Childress. But look at him. Look. Look. just for your face i'm sorry (laughs) whatever i won't even finish that story that's all right but then yeah i didn't even know is the so so it's like nascar but like the triple a league so they race on saturday but like the owner richard childress who also owns a cup team was like he is by far the stupidest driver i've ever had driving for me which is like way out of line and like the guy didn't do anything wrong he was just racing for the win and everyone was shitting on him let's hear your championship picks boys who are you going with you got like bell larson blaney or uh byron i know it's all random blaney blaney Blaney. love the name lord byron byron is dating blaney's sister He's That's also the guy met at Hooters. Hell it's yeah. kind of weird. But Blaney, Blaney is dating a former Miss Hooters USA girl. So, oh. I mean, they, oh, they go full circle. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, I, can also, I am also picking Blaney <laughs> as uh, my championship pick. But yes. <laughs> Two full circles. Yeah. Illusion. <laughs> but you should seriously get more into it. But look at him. Look. Look. I got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, greens, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, rat, you beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes. That song is being played on the show. You're so fucked, man. So fucked. You just never know when it's going to come, though. Yep. You guys want to know the 2024 World Series odds? Yes. Via yeah. Fangra or Fangra, <laughs> via FanDuel. And whatever it's gonna be, fan graphs. The favorites, the opening favorites, Atlanta Braves plus six hundred. In second, the Los Angeles Dodgers plus seven hundred. Texas Rangers plus eight hundred. Houston and then Philly, Tampa Bay. What are the, the Cubs are at, odds? The Cubs are at plus four thousand, tied with. Ooh. The Arizona Diamondbacks. Fair. Uh, the White Sox are tied with the Kansas City Royals at plus 20,000. <laughs> How fitting. And, <laughs> and Kevin's Colorado Rockies are the biggest underdog yeah. at plus with with his Las Vegas um, yeah, Athletics. So they, do they not know they have Chris Bryant? <laughs> the uh, Colorado well, Rockies and the soon to be Las Vegas Athletics at 25. That's when Cody Bellinger team. signs with the Rockies, things will change. When they have Smoke weed like <laughs> How electric yeah. would that team be? I do actually have some, like, they have like three good prospects, basically. But oh, then Nolan Jones kid is pretty good. Yeah. Nolan Jones is fantastic. They've yeah. got a few, but they just, they need pitching. They're just not gonna, it's hard. You gotta, you yeah. have to. Beans, beans, uh, uh, potatoes. <laughs> what? But look at him. Look. Uh, to no surprise to anyone, Corey Seager won MVP. Yep. Well, great. every time he wins World Series MVP, it's the lowest rated World Series. Nope. He just doesn't like it when people are watching. 100%. Shy, so this is his guy. last one. MLB is going to rig, rig it against the Rangers. He's a shy guy. 
Okay. Even his, his MVP award speech is boring. Like, I'm falling asleep listening to him talk right now. Okay. He's talking about how we grinded and blah. blah. All right. Anyway. Isn't that what guys, everyone says, though? Yeah. I want to thank God. Same I, shit. The like, I need him to, said. like, start MF in Bull the Astros. It's the Bull Durham speech. You got to give but the Bull Durham speech. One thing yeah. I will say Corey Seeger has an A plus job. Shower shoes got to be. St- uh-huh. A Great plus jaw, job. Hits, right. piss, missiles. Yep. Solid short shot. That's kind of a wild set, though. First shortstop in the history of baseball to hit three home runs in a World Series. Well, shortstops have never been notoriously a power hitting yeah. position. Like I, I know, no, true. It's just, you're out of freak, but you know. well, they the just wait until Tim Anderson gets to the World Series. Well, he'll be playing second base for the Rockies. So, known right fielder Tim Anderson. Remember that a couple of years ago when Sox fans wanted to move Tim Anderson to the outfield? <laughs> he was going to be the center fielder. Yeah. Yeah, left field, he played left field probably. It's forehand. Well, yeah. at I think first was, I thought it was he wasn't going to move was, over. First, Sorry. it was he wasn't going to move over for Manny Machado. Right. He came, yeah. so he, then it was he was going to the outfield. Yeah, I was going to second base. Mm-hmm. Players to win World Series MVP with two different teams: Reggie Jackson, Corey Seager. End of the list. Oh, huh. Reggie yeah, Jackson's man. pretty good company to be in. Yeah, he's a very nice company. He's really nice. Seventy-three with the A's and seventy-seven with the damn Yankees. My blackjack partner. Bam, bam. Reggie right, Jackson. Yeah. When was this? Green Valley Ranch. Uh 2006. Damn, I'm jealous. five. He actually uh, he just threw in he gave me some chips because I, I got busted out. But you guys Everybody. have any parting thoughts? No, I'll get interrupted by the potatoes tomatoes song. So. No, I won't do that. <laughs> yeah. He's triggered now. He's traumatized. You've now you've now it's over. You ruined it. It was just was hundred percent. I'm so offended. I won't be here next week. You've broken it. Was, <laughs> it was well, just so yeah. worth it just because he made the face he made on the news, the still we have from the news. <laughs> True. So it's so hard trying to make a face for that, especially when you're doing a story about someone that like died. Because he can't smile, but I like know. it. I have a resting Mitch face. Yeah, there you go. I, so I got to do this out. 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, plus 5. So $17 hey. is in the kitty. Ooh. I got to say Happy birthday, Baloney. Baloney, happy birthday. Mike Maddox, I'm super stoked. He's one of the most genuine human beings. They seem like a nice guy. When I was a kid, he, he drove like me nice home. Guy. My ride didn't show up, and he drove me home in a good way. And so he's a nice dude, and he's a Vegas guy. He never won a title, so did. well, yes, sir. And he's a again. He's just he's a Vegas dork in a good way. All right. Although, Mitch, you got anything? Will Smith has won three consecutive World Series with three different teams. That's Max. Wow. Fun mm-hmm. fact. That's all I got for you. All right. Just one last thing. All right. Oh, oh. Luck right into Mitch, it. Fids, Aldo, I'm Zo. We'll see you guys. Content. I will delete the video if it gets abused. It's uh, abused. <laughs> you left it right out there. Like, uh, yep. We'll have actual baseball content as the clock is now started. Time to go to work, Chris. Time to go to work, Chris. Jed. Jed on site. Jed on site. On site. I would pay money, though, to watch all those just walk up to Jed and just...
pop, pop. No, he's, he's out. <laughs> no, I mean, we got to stick low to the ground, get him to the ground, get him at another level. Body blow, body blow. Then. Chop him down. All right, boys. Chop the tree. This Padres bitch is shitting bricks right now. Why? Because Danny fucking Burgess is up and back. Guy just started Shake Shack straight to the dugout. Rebuild of the favorites. We here for the latest. Yeah. South side or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound or the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. It's that time of the year now. Wrigley or Gantee, so the whole league that we hear now. New show with a new mood. Discussions and interviews. Straight rumors that might be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. Yeah. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on a boy, yeah. Every season, nigga, it all change. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on a boy. Can't put it on a boy, yeah. Put it on a boy. Every season, make it all change.